So, last session, you guys found yourself in the sewers underneath Turval. Uh, you were searching for what you thought was a components uh, on behalf of, or what you thought was a component for the cure for the poison afflicting the system of Queensblade Chisori, whose life was hanging in the balance as she was still under the effects of a poison known as Shadow Ghast's Spite. Uh, you guys trekked your way through, had a fairly bad time, you know. Some of you may or may not have been eaten by giant, by gelatinous cubes. Uh, there may or may not have been rats that you guys had to stomp on. Uh, you may have, a, may or may not have a bedroll filled with rat corpses. Um, that kind of thing. At the end of this whole little mini dungeon sort of thing in which there were no dragons, um, you did, however, manage to find what, the strangest thing, a party of just, like, revelers, basically, which is a very strange thing to be seeing in the sewers. But as you pressed further, you realize this was no mere party of people. This was, in fact, a highly intelligent ooze. Uh, your characters may not know this, but it's known as an oblex. Uh, however, you guys, after some charming and some... Uh, missteps, did manage to slay the monster and several of its progeny, and bring your materials back to uh, High Mage Iona Alner, who promptly revealed that she already had the cure for Shadow Guest's fight whipped up and she was using the, the uh, ingredients for her own purposes. Um, however, all that said, you, br you immediately, as daylight began again to creep in over Turval, 5th of Fesserin, two, days si two nights since Queen Liarel was assassinated. Uh, but you went to immediately to the Wheel's Refuge, where you met, uh, where you saw Queen's Blade Chisori. And there, in the presence of High Cogdemaxis as well, Queen's Blade just barely woke up, grabbed Nemia's arm, and whispered a few words, which would surely shake the face of the city. Where is the Queen's daughter? And as the almost delirious tiefling falls back into bed, her one arm just falling limply at her side again. What are you guys doing? Queen's what? Did... Did I hear that right? Nemea, no, you are the closest. No, she said the Queen's... What? Daughter. I'm not sure we've heard about a daughter. Um... It uh, High Cogdemaxis interrupts and says, Indeed, uh, the queen was famously, you know, rather young, and so had not yet had, had a chance to have any uh, heirs, as it were. Apparently not. Have you heard any uh, rumor going around? I, I cannot say I have, but, you know... My involvements with the royal, with the, with the, uh, with the crown are obviously somewhat limited. Of course. Perhaps the Queen's Blade is, del is delirious, you know. But it would probably be best to question her when she's more recovered. Yes, more lucid, perhaps. I will stay with here. I see uh, your friend who made this has written up some instructions, so I'm going to give this in small doses. However, this is this is a boon, and will surely save the Queen's Blade's life. 
Well, that's wonderful news and certainly a good place to start. Oh, boy. Uh, well, then, I believe I should be heading back to the Abbey. I need to clean myself. Uh. I think it'd be best if we all um, slept on this or perhaps slept at all. It's really quite late early. Who knows? I'm already nodding off a little bit. Yeah. It is, <laughs> in fact, around five or six in the morning. By the time you're doing this, you guys had a long day, and if you guys weren't immediately going to bed, I would make you guys roll constitution saving throws to make, to stave off exhaustion. Um, that said, is there anything you guys are doing here, or are you going to scatter into the northeast of the city to try to clean up, refresh, perhaps take all or most of the day off, or just go very light on it? If you guys were to take a long rest starting now, you guys would, well, actually, well, by the time you guys got back, it would still be, it would be, or it would be maybe three in the afternoon if you guys, like, went to sleep, if you guys walked to your various residences and went to sleep almost immediately, so, you know, it's probably gonna be a short day for you guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, doing? I mean, that's fine. Okay. So you're just gonna... Yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna head back. Okay. Uh, let's see. Shall we liaise at the dock around uh, five o'clock? Yes, that sounds fine. Okay. You guys, depart the uh, Wheels Refuge and make your way back down through, uh, back down the Queen's Road through Silvertone Square and back towards the various bits of the North Ward and Lightport from whence you came. Uh, as day is beginning to creep in, you see, you know, people are starting to set up the, the stalls. And again, you see, as you walk past, standing ever vigil over the city is the statue of St. Chiara the Branded, wielding Durnwin, her holy avenger, mightily over this all. Perhaps people seem generally calmer as you step through the square, perhaps not as immediately panicked as they were yesterday, but there's still palpable unease that has not, it's uncharacteristic of the city. However, as you make your way out the northwest or northeast corner of the square, uh, up Main Street, and to the inner square and the various places where you live, the Noble Duck, Artemis's house, if you a few uh, minutes away, the various flop houses of Lightforce or St. Neva's Abbey. You all can finally click the long rest button if you haven't already done so. I had not because I was pessimistic, but <laughs> like this button. Yes, you are able to get cleaned up and do a bunch of things. I suspect. I'll do an extended aid on myself and the family. I'll just make a note of that. Okay. Alright, cool. Um, so, in after you immediately wake up and slightly before you reconvene, is there anything you guys are trying to do? No, I think I would just head straight there today. Alright. 
Anyone else? I, I'd uh, drop off some rats at a taxidermist, or the nearest equivalent. Alright, uh... I don't know, so so I probably should have looked this up considering you mentioned it in chat. I don't know if they'd have like outright taxidermists. Um, you would be able to make a small errands to the marketplace in Silvertone Square, or perhaps just, or perhaps while you're just near the, perpet the perpetual market of Lightport, which is also a marketplace. Um, you'd probably be able to find a person who could like preserve pelts for you um, for a small cost. Especially for a small animal, right? It probably just amounts like, you know, two gold, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, pelts, uh, suspended in jars, stuffed. You know, whatever's gonna preserve it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, they're basically turned into like small animal furs um, that you can just like have. So, I don't know the exact mechanics on this myself personally. I would say he would tell you uh, the uh, t the um, the. Um, person doing this preserving would tell you essentially to come back in like a day or two and he and he would have the um, things or have the uh, skins ready and and set and prepared all right yep sounds good yep uh, we'll say this was in we'll say this was on your way here right you were, uh, it's in a particular corner of the, the perpetual markets and in fact as you go here you see you happen to ca catch a glance of uh, the familiar clothing of Malar Nemo, who is significantly closer to the perpetual market of Lightport. Um, yeah, but has this multitude of tents and whatnots, and far more ragged than some of the other marketplaces of the city. But, you know, and with a perpetual smell, for better or worse, of just seafood. Or, well, yeah. And sea and salts just perpetually hanging in the air over this marketplace. Just... So yeah, you guys are tentatively a little outside the perpetual market. And you guys are starting to congregate. Nemia, as you as you enter, you actually see across the crowded marketplace, you know, your friends, colleagues, whatever you want to call them. And Foza, arriving a bit later, you do Manage to you do all manage to reconvene in the perpetual market. Well, I hope everyone is feeling a bit more rested as compared to when last we saw. Yeah, everybody's looking much better. Yes, I was a bit tricky sneaking back into the Avery unseen, but I feel much better now. <sighs> I mean, the, the question isn't being unseen; it's being unsmelt. No. <laughs> yeah, a cleaner set of clothes makes me feel a little bit better. So where do you do you think we should um head first? We should, we should probably inform somebody that we've restored health to the Queen's Blade, shouldn't we? Well, who is it we can trust? She's being kept at the Wheel's Refuge as a thing about secrecy. I, mean, uh, I suppose a wing marshal would be the person to inform. Yeah, we, we, it'd probably be best to let her know that we've helped her and that she is making a steady recovery. Hmm. Let's see, it's certainly 
Uh, out of character, weren't we given a sending stone? Am I crazy? Not yet. Alaria said she would procure one within... She would procure one for you soon, but it's only been two days since, uh, since the assassination. And, like, it, and she's trying to put out some other fires. She, she, she said soon, right? So probably within the yeah. next few days. You yeah, do right. not as of yet have one, though. Hmm. Well, perhaps we could um, slate that for tomorrow, uh, especially as um, our sickly friend is still effectively bedridden. I suppose you have a point. Then I guess uh, that means we should put our sights towards Lightport now. Yes. Um. Nemi, I know you mentioned the uh, military docks. Perhaps we should um, visit there before it's not too late. Uh, yes, definitely. We should uh, either hit the docks or the military ward. We'll, I think we'll only have one time for one today. So I guess we should um, maybe head to the military ward and try to get a report. Okay. Yeah, that's easy enough to do if you guys are, if that's the course of action you guys would all like to take. Yeah, that, that's fine. Okay. So, uh, it takes you guys about an hour to pick your way down from the docks, um, and closer to the military ward. The, uh, Sanguine Bay, uh, which forms the basis of Turval's, um, uh, docks, or, or around which uh, most of Turval's docks wrap, is divided roughly into two sections. Um, the Tidewall, which are the north docks, and Adria's Quay, which are the south docks. Um, they roughly split where Lightport meets the military ward. and Or, well, Lightport meets Old Town, which slightly cuts into the military, in between the military ward and Lightport, I guess. Only slightly. Um, that said, it's very easy to tell when you guys arrive in the military ward exactly, because like many of the other wards of the city, it's it's differentiated by different architecture representing different time periods in which it was collected. Um, the military ward in particular is made of like quarried or has built plenty of buildings made of like quarried stone and whatnot. It's relatively emptier, right? Uh, Turval can nominally support a significantly larger army than it currently has. Um, however, in the years in the years uh, that have passed since the Vedropolitan War, uh, conscription has gone down, and so many of these buildings are relatively um, empty. You know, just relatively empty barracks, and there are far fewer families living here on uh, with their uh, soldier families in the streets. Um, but you guys make your way down uh, as you pass the shipyards. Um, uh, at the that mark the very north of Adria's Quay, uh, you find yourself uh, across from the or across from the muster field, which is a large um, it's, it's a large field in the middle of the military war or in the I don't know the, the middle slash the eastern side of the uh, of the of the ward where troops rally for drills or preparation for deployments, and as you guys uh, move further. You guys find yourself in the South Hold. With as you, if you look a bit even further south, you'll see the Delta Gates, uh, the southernmost exit of the city. 
but um, the South Hold is the uh, secondary military command of Turval. Um, and you guys would know this well enough to know that this is a place where you should, where you'd probably be inquiring at, or at whatever you would like to do. Or wait, sorry, did you say you guys aren't going to just the military ward, or are you guys going to the docks of the military ward? Sorry, I'm, I'm probably getting ahead of myself. I believe we were going to the docks of the military ward, correct? I, oh, oh I, let me see, I was looking at my chat, I thought it was the um, military ward proper, but um, that depends on everyone else. Yeah. I'm fine away. I, I will say that both uh, that both of the currents, uh, the, the both of the, the uh, well, sorry, the uh, various regiments of the military ward are headquartered, or sorry, the various resident, but I can't talk today. The various uh, regiments of Turval are all headquartered in the military ward. It's big, um, ex well, their their commanders are headquartered there, except for the topmost chief, who is the wing marshal. But um. Yeah, day-to-day uh, -day operations of the various branches of Turval's military are administrated in the South Hold, um, rather than the than uh, most of what you'd see on the actual docks is more like literal uh, management repair of Turval's naval services. I, I misread what Brennan wrote. It was Brennan did write the docks, so um, that's your call. And we we uh, uh, you know, yeah, whichever we choose. Oh yeah, I, I that was just throwing some brainstorming out. I I think the South Hold would be a good place to start. It's uh, high enough that we could try to get some information of better places to look. Cool. All right. Yep. Sounds good. All right. Now, as you do approach the South Hole, since you are obviously not members of the Guard yourself, the military members will try to inquire as to why exactly you're here, and what exactly your purpose is. Oh, uh, what exactly do our, uh, like, military IDs, quote-unquote, say? Uh... Are they just they, badges? Yeah, they're basically small badges, which would be... recognize you as, like, deputized members of essentially an intelligence branch basically right so pe members of the military would and should respect them basically like this is like if you just walk up and be like fbi i'm investigating whatever right that's the closest analogy i can immediately think of it thanks okay yeah you know just flash your badges and tell them take me to see the boss or anything in particular you're telling them yeah i guess uh who's in command here uh, well, well, miss, that would be depend on the uh, exact, uh, which branch are you attempting, or who, who are you ex exactly attempting to talk to? You can talk to the bay captain, the moth captain, uh, really, it's up to you. Uh, which, which service are you looking for, the garrison regiment or the sea regiment? Um, I think eventually we'd like to speak to both, but, um, I guess we can, uh, start with the, uh, sea regiment. Alright, uh, well, I believe... You're quite fortunate that uh, uh, Captain Cadewin is not doing anything at the moment. Uh, I believe just doing some paperwork, so you're very fortunate. And so, you know, you do manage to 
get brought in without without too much ceremony. And you guys do meet, uh, or you guys do, in fact, uh, meet Captain Cadwin. Um, so, Captain Cadwin would be the um, the bay captain of Turval, meaning the commander of the naval forces. Um, one second to put this in handouts, but as you come in here, you see human or maybe Asmar looking uh, fellow, uh, very just nicely coiffed, dark hair, um, you know, tied back in a ponytail, long coat, you know, looking very businesslike. I I don't know. Um, what is the room we're in? Are we in the office? Uh, yes, you would you would have been ushered into uh, into the large uh, stone structure of the uh, south hold, uh, specifically the uh, basically right side, r the right wing from where you guys came in, and uh, been brought to Cadwin's uh, uh, our Bay Captain Cadwin's office. So, ah, welcome, welcome. Ah, what can I do for you today? They say that you are, well, investigators, let us put this. It's, uh, let's not use the pejorative term that uh, has been so clouded by the Vetropolitan War. How could I help you? Thank you for taking us on such short notice. Yes, I, I would prefer, um, uh, I would prefer appointments in the future, or at least short notice if at all possible, but I am definitely very happy to accommodate where possible. Yeah, these are interesting times, so interesting appointments must be made. I understand. Ah. So, uh, what can the, what can the naval services do for you? I'm sure you've heard of what happened at Mothkeep the other night. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, I kind of assumes I, I kind of assumed that this was related in some way. Um, yes. Um. Terrible news, all that. Terrible, terrible, indeed. He sort of, like, wipes his, his forehead with just, like, a handkerchief. Well, it seemed like it was done by some sort of cult. I don't know if you've heard anything of them. Hmm. I mean, I've heard of some small religious cults, but no, I can't say anything in particular, and certainly not anything that would have penetrated all the way into the moth keep. That seems... Almost very difficult to believe myself. At one point, did uh, the bay close? Well, we, as there was a runner, maybe, maybe an hour after the events allegedly took place, uh, that arrived here, bolted straight for us, uh, gave us the bad news, and uh, uh, I immediately ordered the closure of the bay, um, or the, the deployment of the catch and kill strategy. And then uh, Captain Sudrin uh, also similarly sent runners to the Delta Gates, the Queen's Gate, and the wheels and the Wheel Gates uh, to order those closed down as well. So there was some lag time, but uh, all in all, it was quickly enacted, I believe. Yes, we certainly wouldn't expect any less from such a well-organized uh, regiment such as yours.
Yes. I mean, there were a few incidents of people trying to leave the bay, but no, no what we'd call red flag operations, you see. Uh, a few a uh, few strange pings on our, on, on the, uh, uh, on the uh, import logs, a few people after the incident being dumb and panicked animals, you know, that sort of thing. 25 incidents overall, but I wouldn't say anything particularly strange, if that makes any sense. Just people being stupid, people being people. It happens. Oh How... yes, frequently and frickly. Yes. Um... How closely do you monitor what ships come in out of this bay? Well, uh, nominally, we do have guards stationed. Uh, uh, we, we do have guards stationed throughout the various ports just to do occasional inspections of import logs. Nothing, uh, nothing crazy, um, obviously. Uh, we do have people as well, making sure that they have papers if they are from foreign lands or can at least prove citizenship to Turval or other perhaps places in Southern Concord, they can come and go as they please. That said, uh, it's a big bay, we can't cover everything. However, after last, what we saw at the, uh, af uh, after the, uh, after the Knights of, of Harvest Close, however, um, we were able to lock the bay down quite thoroughly, I believe. Um, our normal strategy there is to deploy a small fleet of our ships, uh, and to cordon off, um, the Sanguine Bay, um, right where the tidewall uh, uh, cuts in. So really, it's very hard for any civilian ship to leave, and we control, obviously, the South Docks. And, you know, we have men posted. He gestures across uh, out one of his windows towards the and towards where across the Lonely Bay, the uh, lighthouse, of the, the single large lighthouse uh, that stands on the cliff on the opposite side of the Sanguine Bay stands. He says, well, we have men posted in the Lonely Tower, and they are going to catch anyone else who would hope to run. So really, it is proven quite effective, I think. Oh, yes, the runners were not sent to the other two gates until they had reached here. Well, why weren't they sent directly from the Moth Keep? Wouldn't that have been quicker? Ah, well... There, prob there was, in fact, one person sent to the uh, Queen's Gates beforehand, and I did receive a, re a report that stating that my orders were had already been enacted and upheld by the time the runner got there. You know, not quite... The uh, we, get we have some uh, awareness. That said, it did take some time for the wheel gate to be closed, formally, perhaps. I would estimate the, f the, the Queen's Gate was certainly the first one uh, closed, and then... Shortly after, maybe an hour, 30 minutes after the incident, less, uh, the Delta Gates, and then perhaps another another hour, 90 minutes after that, the Wheel Gates in the northeast. But that's the far side of the city. The fog of war, the fog of war, young man, unfortunately, is a reality that we all have to deal with. And you haven't noticed any particularly strange people around the docks as of recently? Uh, I mean, strange obviously is subjective. That said, uh, no. A few unusual imports, but, you know, nothing really.
Do you know if there's any um, other ways to exit the bay um, from any other parts of Turval? Any smugglers' routes or something like that? I mean, we've been making our, uh, we've been doing our best to cut down on those. That said, um, sometimes it is part. Um, sometimes people have attempted to run the blockade of uh, uh, the bay blockade when that does happen. Um, I'm proud to say nothing has ever gotten out of our purview in that manner, at least as far as I'm aware. I guess if I wasn't aware of that, then, yeah, um, that would be a problem as well, and I would not be able to report it. However, I'm getting off into an epistemological rabbit hole down here. You see, as far as I'm aware, you know, the best thing they could do is to, is to hop across the Sanguine Bay and portage a slight way across the cliffs, uh, near the farms there, and, you know, and, you know, depart on a craft that was already outside the bay. That said, the route with the, the watch at the Lonely Tower is supposed to prevent that kind of thing. Would it be possible to acquire the names and documents of all the ships that left the docks between when the event happened and until the bay was closed? Uh, just so we could check back with it later. Uh, I believe so. I can have my men, one of my men, procure that for you, uh, as we leave here. Or, hmm, it may take some time to compile, depending on how soon you need it. But we can... I'm sure one of the, uh, military scribes can get you a copy very rapidly, depending on how, how willing you are to wait. Yes. Um, perhaps we should have it sent to our, uh, well, one of our common information gathering spots, the, um, uh, the Lonely Duck. Um, um, is, do I get the impression he's talking about, like, you know, like, a day or two, or like a matter of hours? Uh, it would probably be a day or two, uh, or it would probably be tomorrow, um. Or if you were really, really willing to wait and just breathe down the neck of one of the, uh, one of the, uh, one of the aide de camps here, you could probably like get it done before you leave. It would just be you'd just be standing here for a bit, for like an hour or an extra hour or two. Um, we probably wouldn't even look at it given our program for tonight. So maybe we should um. Ask him to send it to the uh, duck tomorrow. Yeah, sure. If you um, if you're comfortable sending a runner, um, are you familiar with the Noble Duck Inn? Ah, I've heard of it. Yes. Ah, in fact, ah, there's a man who, na named Cecil who, or not Cecil, there's a man named Winston who owns that. Correct? Yes, of course. Ah, good man. I miss him. One of the best. Oh, you you know him? He was... he served honorably in the naval forces, yes. Oh, wonderful. I didn't realize that he was familiar with the, uh, Sea Regiment. Maybe I'll ask him more about that sometime. Oh man, I just realized something. No, never. I'm not gonna tell you guys. <laughs> Secrets! <laughs> I'm certain you important things to do. Uh, I'm not sure we have anything else to take up your time. Yes, well, 
if you need me, I shall be here, and uh, if you send inquiries by runner, then I can do that as well. Uh, I can deal with that as well. Um, I should. I am. I do. I do want you guys to get to the bottom of this, of course. Nasty business. Nasty business. As do we. Um. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So we know he wasn't aware of any major cults. But yeah, everything shut down kind of within an hour, two hours of within the Queen's death. Uh, like Queen's Gate to the Delta Gate. No, to the Wheel Gate, excuse me. No red flags, but we are going to get copies of the stuff so we can help check. Um, yeah, is everyone satisfied? Yeah, I don't think there's really much else we can get. But there's just more that we can get from here. <laughs> Well, a big uh, bay captain, thank you, of course, for your uh, warm welcome and cooperation. And of course, if anything crosses your mind that might be of interest to us beyond the um, logs, please don't hesitate to send it to us. They're better to have too much than too little. Yes, yes. That uh, I guess would be moving to leave the office. Yeah. Same, yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, uh, uh, Bay Captain, uh, Cadewin sort of just, like, straightening out his office as you guys leave, and you notice as you leave the room, he, uh, uh, let's say, uh, Foza, you're the last one out, you glance back, and you see him get up and just straighten the rug, uh, that you guys have been standing on. Alright, you find yourself again in the main entryway of the, uh, of the, of the South Hold. You mentioned that the tower over there might have some more information if there was a boat on the other side of the bay. Perhaps we should check that out. Ah, uh, yeah. Lot. That sounds fine. Might be a long walk, though, so... It would indeed be a long walk. It would probably be a couple hours. Like, the most sensible route is... Uh, the awkward thing about where uh, the awkward thing about the Lonely Towers, it's all it's like wrapped all the way around the Sanguine Bay. So while it's like relatively close to you, the only way, practically speaking, to get to it is to is to like um, is to go all the way around and then all the way or all the way around to like the place where the bay sort of wraps around, and just is awkward. Like, oh, I even... thought it was here for some reason. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the Lonely Tower is uh, this building here, uh, which is uh, yes. standing across the bay looking over this. That is a secondary lighthouse that you're pointing out that's in the middle of the bay at the end of the uh, at the end of the docks that are demarcating the border between the, the tide wall and Adria's Quay. Yeah, um, so... Yeah, so maybe the Lonely Tower might be too far of a walk for today. Maybe that's better for tomorrow or the day after, but maybe we could do some uh, recon around the Lightport docks and see if we can find any shady characters or find some dockhand who maybe found out what was going on in that hour between the time that the bay was closed and that runner. Uh, yeah, the bay was closed and the queen was killed. 
Yes, certainly a good idea. These guys want to depart the military ward? Yep. Okay. So the north docks touch both Old Town for a small bit and mostly Lightport. Um, that said, Lightport's pretty big. Is there any particular location in Lightport that you guys want to go to? Like, there are, you could either just point to it or there are a couple named locations such as St. Neva's or the Perpetual Market. And then, obviously, the docks do just loop around all the way. So there's a lot of city to explore there. And it would, it would probably, if you guys are departing the military ward, it would probably be another hour. So it'd be like maybe seven-ish, seven thirty-ish by the time you guys are back in Lightport. Find yourself back in Lightport. Honestly, that's pretty perfect timing. Um, dock houses here. Yeah, uh, that would be one of the major shipyards. Um, I don't think I have a strict name set for it uh, at the moment, but yes. Um, I guess it comes down to where we think that they would have left from. So if their Queensgate was close first, I doubt they would have used the paths to like walk down here. And like, I feel like people would have seen them in the Silvertone Square. But yeah, I feel like this yeah might be a good place to start. Alright. Okay. So, you guys are just making your way to the light portish area of the south, the uh, southernmost tip of light port that's near the docks or thereabouts? Yes. What exactly are we searching for right now? This is the rest of the part. I guess that maybe I would try to find, like, best case scenario, like, uh, somebody working, like, who seems, like, generally pleasant and approachable. Um, and I guess some questions I would ask is, like, uh, ask about the events surrounding, like, the Harvest Close celebration. Ask if they saw anybody, like, any boats leave in a hurry was it like a bunch of small boats or like one big one something like that so sure uh let me on an investigation check and if anyone would like to help or I'll, I'll give you two total rolls with this so if anyone else would like to investigate or either help or um roll yourself then that would be also available as an option um yeah so i'll um Roll and then someone else can roll, I guess, too. Cause, uh, can I help with investigating? Like mechanically help, or just can you also roll? I mean, you can uh, do either. Mechanically help. Nemia. Sure, if you like. Or should I, I just something. help you? Yeah, potentially. <laughs> uh, what's your investigation? Um, just plus one, so. Well, I got plus three. Yep, so I'll help you. Hey. Alright. So... Boza, you go looking around the docks for bits, and, uh... With, uh... Nemia beside, you do consider a couple people, although perhaps aided by Nemia's people-person skills, you do notice there's perhaps one face who seems maybe a bit friendlier than most, uh... This uh, very 
Oh man, how would I describe this this person? Uh, this uh, one dog hand with like very long, luxurious hair. They appear to be an elf of some fashion. Just um, right now they're wearing rough clothes, but you know, ah, uh, they look absolutely fabulous. They're. Uh, fine elven jewelry hanging around their personage is just, I don't know, quite nice, I would say. Um, and just tying their whole outfit together, uh, giving them a flowy, very strange ensemble. Perhaps, um, they, they stand out, despite the fact that they are just here doing manual labor like so many of the other people at the docks. Yeesh, and I thought I stood out like a sore thumb. Alright, well, Anemia, you should probably approach him. Uh, I'll just sure. Uh, yeah, kind of nod my head, uh, trying to play it cool now that you got my attention um, and I walk over and I say um, wow um, I'm a performer and I've been looking to upgrade my wardrobe where did you get this uh, your jewelry uh, they look at you and they say oh well much of it was handmade uh, some of it's by my family some of it by myself it is uh, so good to have someone admiring my dramatis personae how are you uh, much better now that I have some inspiration. I could tell that it was handmade. Yes, yes, very fine. You know, not really suited for uh, these rough times at the docks, but one does as one needs, they say. Yeah, I can tell you have a good eye. I, has things been pretty crazy down here, huh? Yes, things have indeed been pretty darn crazy. Oh, can you believe these last few nights? Huh. I can't. I truly can't. It's sad to see the city in such a state again. Have you seen anything particularly weird? Any ships coming in or out? Oh my dear, ships come in or out all the time. This is this is a dock. So this is a dock. Ships come in. Ships go out. Trade <laughs> happens. I uh, should have been more specific. Any unusual ships, especially after the night of the harvest close? Oh, the night of the harvest close. Oh, that was a mad scramble, I would say. You know, there were a couple people who tried to get out, and they're stupid, and the the sea regiment turned them back, of course, you know. There's a couple idiots who tried to run the blockade, you know. But, you know, I dare say, most of the people are still here, you know. They're probably going to lift the blockade in a couple days or so, but as far as I'm aware, trap's sealed pretty, tar pretty darn tight. You're looking for someone? They sort of, like, tilt their head. They, they do this, like, inquisitive head, head tilt at you? No, just uh, looking for some information, trying to figure out what's going on, and if I could use it to get ahead in this crazy, crazy mix-up we got here. Yeah, well, aren't we all? My... Um, if you ever come by the Noble Duck, let me know, and you'll have a beer on me. Let me know if, um, you see anything sketchy around these docks. They, they give this, like, really haughty laugh. It's like, ha ha ha! 
you know, I, I cannot possibly do this. I don't think I'm practiced enough, but it's like slightly annoying. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen like the, uh, the movie adaptation of Amadeus, you know, just like the Mozart laugh. It, it's, it's super irritating, but they, they like look at you and say, it's funny that you think I'm made of money or something. I think that's a bit, unfortunately, beyond my means right now. I got a little girl to support, and one does as one must. But, no, know, no, no. It was on me, of course. On you. Fascinating, fascinating. I'm very humble to be meeting such wealthy patrons such as yourself. And they bow low, their long hair sweeping on the floor, almost. Um, I, I guess, uh, hopefully we can get this city back into shape and make use of your, your and your family's jewelry making skills. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, depending on who's asking, I may be, you may be able to, you know, talk to me, talk to, uh, little Caleb, and we might be able to, you know, offer some, uh, offer a few pairs of eyes, but, you know, just for, they sort of, like, uh, do the old thing with their fingers where they, like, sort of gesture, you know, like, as if rubbing a couple coins together. Yeah, um, and basically I'll kind of, yeah, say thank you so much and kind of get the attention of my patrons and say, uh, thanks for, for your discretion, and then, yeah, hands, uh, over, I guess, probably not, like, gold, but, how, what is the, uh, exchange? It ha it's like a silver to a bunch of... It's like a gold a ton for this person. Uh, it would be, like... So, for a dock hand, maybe, like, five silver would be, like, a day's worth of work, I think. So, cool. Or, well, yeah. Roughly, like, a day's worth of work with a little... Mostly living expenses and then some extra on the side. So, you know... Uh, a couple gold could probably buy you a, a few days of their services, honestly. But cool, cool, cool. also depends on, like, I don't know. They haven't really told you all that much about what they are. What exactly. They want, so, you know, it's all about bargaining. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to go, yeah, about five silver pieces then. Perfect. Hmm. All right. Well, that'll buy me a little chaos a bit for uh, a day or two. You know, well, look for a little elf girl if you see We'll send her running your, to your little duck's way if that makes any noise within the next couple of days, and maybe, maybe if you wanna, maybe if you wanna learn more, you know, you just need to hire a couple eyes and ears. Uh, well, Kaleth and Old Genlin will be here, and they uh, sort of. I believe I need to get back to work now, and they sweep their luxurious hair back, and they just. It's totally impractical for, like, their jobs, and it's like, Mallory, I think you might have even seen this person during your time working on the docks and thought this is massively um, impractical. But as this person uh, leaves, I say, well, you'll be happy to have hired the services of Gemlin and Kaleth. And they bow low and depart off to... Uh, no? uh, before he goes, can I, um... I'd actually like to say, um, I, I do know how hard it is to raise a family Ginleth, uh, and I'll, you know, flash in my little locket of, uh, my two dear sweethearts, Minerva and Opal, and I'll slip him an extra four gold uh, with a, with a wink. Uh, they, uh, look at you a bit surprised, and they say, oh, fascinating, well... 
Well, well, well. I'm very pleased to have this, and perhaps we can arrange for a bit of a longer contract. You said the duck would be the place to find you. Indeed. I do give your do give my regards to your family. Huh, well, it's just me and the little girl right now, but I shall, I shall. And who may I have the pleasure of making the acquaintance of? Uh, I'll, I'll just introduce via, um, unless anyone doesn't want my name out, uh, but yeah, I'll introduce, introduce the group. Oh, that's, uh, a, yeah. that's a good long, that's good many service. people. You guys should consider shortening it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're, it's a work in progress. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm kind of already I heading think we're up. I gonna go this entire game without a name. <laughs> oh, it's a meme now, yeah. The nameless ones. Uh, <laughs> Wait, shit. Um, anyway. <laughs> I see what you did there, you, uh... Uh... Alright, so it's maybe... 7.30, 8-ish. Um, it's, it's, again, still relatively... You're still in a relatively summery area and time of the, of the world. So, time and area of the world, however you want to say that. Um, so, the sun is only just now starting to set over Turval. But, um, yeah, the day is getting long, and even though it's been a very short one for you guys, due to owing to your previous day, is there anywhere you'd like to go? Or any further investigation you'd like to do? I have a question. Would I, would I know where, like, the more shady parts of Lightport are. Um, yeah. Where are you going with this, though? Uh, I was thinking maybe we could try and question a few uh, of the shadier people in Lightport and see if we can figure out if any of them have any contacts with, uh, What's what's the name I'm looking for? The cult. Uh, not 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 the cult directly, but one of the. What what was their name? What, what did they what, what did that guy call him? A whispering lady. Yeah. Yeah. So you would know. Actually, Definitely, this would yeah. be very convenient for you, uh, Foza. Um, the, probably the shadiest area. Is this like sort of rundown air bits uh, in between the perpetual market and St. Nevis? Like this little bit of dock? Right? That's unfortunately where a lot of the. Uh, that's unfortunately perhaps the seediest underbelly of the city, as it were. Um, you know, it's not helped by the fact that. Um, or, or, well. It's perhaps a place where, for better or worse, it's become a slum and. Uh, you know, a few of the people from there even would rather uh, attempt to live in the service of St. Nevis rather than uh, the place it is. However, as you enter this particularly run-down section of Lightport, uh, how are you going about this, I, I would guess I would ask? I'd, I'd suggest that um, I could use my disguise kit to make us look a little less prim and proper, and I'd just uh, disguise self myself to not look fancy. I probably won't join in here. I'll probably um, hang out a little bit farther away um, and kind of like 
play my lyre and kind of like just busk outside. Okay. Ge yeah. Gently and kind of like making a little bit of noise, keeping my eye out for anything sketchy, and then kind of being separate from the party just in case. Yeah. Not, yeah. So Nemia, I would say one thing you could do is busk in the inner square. This is the uh, smaller uh, town square that has this. It's really just a fountain, but it's like, uh, it's where. It's breaking off slightly where the wheel gate meets the uh, meets Main Street, mm -hmm. um, and a bit north of the perpetual markets, and does touch the seedy area. But you'd be able cool, to yeah. sort of busk there, while the rest of your gang invest or does this rest of this. Yeah, I would definitely want to like yeah keep keep an eye out at least on one of their paths of exit or something like that, just in case something happens, you know. So okay, as so kind of as close as I can do that or so. Okay, so Foza, could you roll me a performance check with, or not Foza, uh, Nemia? Could you roll me a performance check um, with advantage because you'd be using your lyre, so your tool proficiency there also helps. Artemis, uh, could you roll me a dexterity check and then add your proficiency bonus as this is a disguise kit check for you and your two other party members? Okay, uh. Oh. Probably the other two, I'll use this guy itself. So for them, it's uh, 16. Okay. You just rolled stealth because it's functionally the same thing, right? Yes, yeah, proficient in self. Okay, cool. Um, so, I don't know, you feel fairly good. Nemia, you put out a legendary performance, I will say, also. Um, yes. You actually see a small crowd of people uh, from the two bordering wards of the inner square, the North Ward and Lightport. They just look at you. Um, a few of them throw actually some coins at your feet and all together, it's not a lot, but you know, you make three, you make a total of three gold pieces, which is pretty darn good considering, um, you know, you're just busking on the street, right? Um, Love to see it. Um, you know, you do notice that a few people, uh, a few people do just go after you and say, ah, or go up to you after you finish your performance and say, ah, truly the liberated voice has touched you. And they, there's only one person who really does that, and they just rapidly depart into the crowd. Perhaps the, uh, the faithful of the liberated voice are not very common in the city, or in fact, even the other uh, worshippers of the residents of Beator. That said, let's move the narrative camera a bit over to the people still in Lightport. Right. Uh, Artemis, as you disguise yourself, and you think you disguise your companions fairly well. Suppose you probably have to stuff your ascendancy cape somewhere, um, somewhere inconspicuous, so you're not just yeah. obviously rocking ascendancy gear. Yeah. Despite the fact that you'd probably be relatively... Like, members of the ascendancy themselves are not totally uncommon. Like, you are a couple blocks away from their from their headquarters, but also or from their stronghold in the city, but, you know, it's also you know, perhaps not what you want to be looking like. You, you probably just don't want to look like yourself right now, basically. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. as this all happens, uh, could I get uh, each of the three of you to each roll me an investigation check and a charisma check? Okay, so investigation and just uh, straight charisma. Okay. Charisma. Okay, look at you! Don't don't be my downfall, charisma. Charisma was my downfall. It's double digits. Double digits. 
while we're moving around Lightport trying to disguise ourselves a little bit, Malar will try to adopt a limp and a hunch to distract from his other features. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like, you can roll deception on that for flavor, although I will say it mechanically won't have too much benefit, or too much immediate benefits. Like, you could have longer-term things. Yeah, you think you pull, you, you think you do some, you feel like you do some good acting here, right? It doesn't come off as just, like, this obviously fake, terrible Hollywood actor limp. It's, like, actual, you know, you, think, you feel pretty confident in your abilities, you know? Um, Broken my leg times in my day to know how to fake a limp. Fair enough. Um, so, wait, you got, uh, could you refresh me on what exactly you guys were trying to achieve here? Uh, yes, I'm just trying to look around and see if I can find anybody who looks particularly knowledgeable on, you know, the shadier side of, uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, just, like, seeing if anyone would be able to put you in touch with, like, the Whispering Lady and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Are you, like, how are you doing this? Are you just expressing dissatisfaction at the man, or are you, like... Calling, asking by name. Mm. I think I would kind of start by just showing dissatisfaction with the man. Yeah. Just trying not to be like super obvious about it with like, you know, just straight up being like, hey, do you, do you know where the whispering lady is? You know, yeah. I don't have. Yeah. So. You do poke around here for a bit, right? Um, and you do express dissatisfaction at the man, right? And, uh, you know... You know... There are people who, um... There are a couple of people who, um... Do, like, cheer you on as you say this, um... You know, th there is a, uh, person... Or there's a dock hand by the name of Thalia, who shows him, he's like, yeah, down with the man! Wait, that already, I guess that already sort of happened? Down with the, whatever. You know, yeah, yeah, we don't deserve all this. We gotta listen to the poor people. But, uh, you feel like you don't make much headway specifically finding the Whispering Lady. And as you go, perhaps a few, a few, like an hour or two later, you know, night begins to fall, meet up with, uh, uh, you feel like you haven't found, you feel pretty confident you haven't found too many people that would be immediately associated with this thing, or at least not immediately willing to associate with you, despite your disguises. Um, yeah, and so it is, you find yourself at the uh, eastern edge of the inner square, uh, Nemia. Your performance is finished with many a, um, with many a clap, uh, those couple of gold coins uh, on you, and, uh, yeah. Uh, find yourself basically the eastern edge of the inner square, which ironically is actually further away from than Silvertone Square, it's from the center of the city, but uh, yeah, just see St. Neva's a few blocks away. Were you two able to find anything? Nothing incredibly useful, no. Yes, no. Same here, but I suppose this sort of thing is going to take a bit of time. Of course. Well, it is getting late. 
I believe we should all head back on to our respective places unless there's anything you believe that we could do. Hmm, let's see. St. Nevis is here, by the way, which is why I'm referencing it. Um... Hmm... There might have been something... Yeah... And I, I don't see anything... Like, do I see anything... Anybody coming in or out of, like, the back entrances? Or anybody, like, taking advantage, potentially, of the dis performance I just made? Uh... I, I would... I wouldn't say so. Um, cool. It's mostly just, it's like there are a couple people who would obstruct your ways, but uh, you think you get a decent look at, you know, just people going in and out. You, you don't think you can like ascertain that there's someone doing something conspicuous here, if that's what you're asking. Cool. Got it. Yep. And then um, so and then you said what was that? It's called what Saint? Name uh, Hayes, was it? Saint Nevis, and it's yeah, yeah, it's spelled like Nimhi because like it's it's like aggressively Celtic in its spelling. So, but yeah, it's uh. If you all would like, I suppose I could show you around Saint Nevis before the day is over. Yes, let's not leave any uh, friends or tables unturned. And as that happens, I kind of uh, tell Artemis about um, my performance. <laughs> oh, jolly good! Oh, they always hide these things back religion, but I know that your own hands are will produce such wonderful effects. Yeah, we'll turn it into a duet sometime. Oh yes, what I, oh, yeah, my, all my disguise would have been done by now, so. So you take your erstwhile party members into St. Nevis. You guys, uh, a few of you may have seen this from the outside, as it does, it is relatively close to the uh, main road going into the city. But um, it's a rather imposing structure, you know. I believe I said it previously that it was made of sandstone, but it is, right now, you can see uh, just uh, as you enter the main uh, chapel of St. Nevis. Uh, you do see various people in the clothes in the burgundy robes and and whatnot of the ascendancy uh, just uh, singing their vest. I believe the prayers would be vespers, except perhaps not really because it might be a strictly Christian ideology thing. Uh, they're, sing they're like praying their evening prayers uh, to the High Marshal of Heaven and uh, your fictional religion you can do whatever you want with it yeah sure they're they're yes they're 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 praying vespers let's call that you know if that's wrong i'm just gonna strike it from the record and we'll call it something else but you know you know the, the, we're spending too long on this they're they're praying you know there are people here um you would see a good many of the people that you're familiar with uh foza uh, including uh, sir orpheus uh, leading the prayers dam keldan uh just Sitting at sitting relatively close to the front, uh, her spear never far from her side when she can help it, um, leaned up against the wall. But and Foza, you would see a few other people which you know at least visually. For you may or may not be um, uh, too 
may or may not be familiar with these people. Uh, Acolyte Alva, who is a, just one of the human priests here, uh, she is. A uh, refugee, a tiefling uh, by the name of Temperance, and a couple others. Uh, Acolyte Aten and Squire Satanta. Um, there's a lot of people, but, you know, you live here, so that does help with why this is exactly happening. Yeah. And, uh, I'll just be, like, kind of showing them around, waiting for the prayers to end. Okay. Yes. You, you all stand here for a few minutes, uh, the imposing vaulted ceilings, uh, depicting the final battles of the Great Planar War, the battle in which, uh, Zeriel lost one of her four wings and it was thrown, hurled to earth by the liberated voice, depicted here as a snarling, horned, um, um, person, uh, just almost all black with a few red malicious eyes just ripping it off, betraying the High Marshal uh, in the very moment of her triumph over, uh, the, uh, essence of madness, Thar's Dune. Um, there are a few other old of the old gods depicted as well in this battle because historically they were believed to be there. But you know, this is this is the ascendancy. They're re- they're they're really into Zeriel, you know. Um, so you know, she the, the high marshal of heaven, of course, is placed in the absolute center of this uh, relief. You know, just. But as the prayers do wind down, you hear Orpheus and uh, Kildan. Um, Clinking up to you, um, with the, there are they, they are still wearing some of their armor because that is at least while they don't necessarily sleep in it or anything, you know, it is a significant part of their uh, honor, I would say, as uh, as paladins or and other knights of the ascendancy to do so. You see, both of them come up to you. Ah, operative Foza, you have returned. Ah. Was your time away from here productive, I hope? Yes, good evening, Zorophus. I'd like to think that it was. I just thought that we were we were in the area and I thought that I would show my friends around here. If that's alright with you. Ah, yes, yes. Welcome to the Wheels Rep or not <laughs> Welcome to Saint Neva's children. If you would like to, if you would spare a moment to hear the good word of Zeriel, I, I would speak to you. But if not, yeah. then you're free to, uh, you are free to go with Operative Fosa as well. Mallor turns to Fosa. But does he always talk like this? Yeah, I still get used to it. Yeah, Fosa, you would know. Orpheus is a person who thinks very highly of himself. So, um, yeah, he's. Yeah, he, he always sounds very self-important, if that would help any. Yeah. And, um, good evening, Keldan. Ah, good evening. Ah, good evening, uh, friends. It is good I did not get a chance to talk with you properly at the, uh, at the festival. And her face sort of falls. Well, Are not you many of you, all right? I'm not... All right, no, I I do not think I will be all right for a good long while. Yes, but you know, if you must talk, then uh, it is significantly better than I am. I was yesterday. 
Would you perhaps like to talk about it with us? Um, yes, yes, I, I could do so, perhaps. Do you need me here, or should I depart? Um, we should probably go somewhere more private to office, if that's okay. Very well. Keldan's quarters would probably be the best place. Keldan's a full-on knight, so she gets, uh, she gets private quarters within the abbey, which are quite a premium. This is a cramped space, relatively speaking. You just get this, like, small alcove, Foza. So, as you make your way, breaking off from the main chapel and down a hallway, up a flight of stairs, uh, you come to one of the more private rooms. Still very small. This is, again, space is at a premium in St. Neva's Abbey, but... Um, you do come across, um, you uh, are brought into Keldan's quarters with uh, Dame Keldan de Burka. And what are you saying to her? So, Keldan, there's something that I've been wanting to ask you. Um, why is it that you wanted us at this gathering? Oh, at the festival. Yes, um... Well, it is quite simple. I am not good at making companions, and uh, I was relatively new to Terval, you see, so I figured since we had forged a bond in uh, conflict together, it was it made sense, you know, to invite you as perhaps some of the people I knew best other than uh, my, uh, um, my, my, my queen. Does she you seem know, to be sorry, screaming uh, out, assuming inside? Internally. Do you know why you were brought back to Turful in the first place? It seemed uh, kind of a very important rush job that the Queen had given us. Uh, we weren't given much information about it. And after the events happening recently, uh, I think we might need to know a little bit more about that. Yeah. Uh, Artemis, there's no need. To, um, I, I will say, even with your with just your passive insight, a lot of you are just being set off by something's wrong. She's definitely acting like wrong and weird, right? Uh, Foza, Nemia. Um, I, I would say even Malar, because you'd be like scrutinizing the situation. She's definitely acting strange as hell, right? Um, she says, I. I, I do know, yes. I... She pauses for a moment and thinks. I never knew my father. Uh, but they said Sir Dagonet de Burka was a mighty warrior for the Ascendancy who brought great gl glory to the forces of the High Marshal. But those who live by the sword are often said to die by them. And when I was but an infant, he was killed in battle. I was raised by the monks, like... Many of you, many of the Ascendancy were, like, perhaps you were. Your parents may have been uh, Ascendancy Foza, I would guess. Indeed they were. Yes. But I never really knew my father. I just strove to be like the greatness of him, to, to be a shadow of his greatness. And, you know, perhaps through the years, through the uh, horrors of the war, which I... Um, maybe I shall tell you about someday, but I have striven to honor my father's memory, but as for my mother, 
That was another story altogether. Well, I apologize to ask again, but you don't seem to have answered my question. I... I... I found out very recently who she was. Why she did not take, she did not claim me. Why I was left to be all by, all alone. To grow up without family is certainly a great burden. That yes. can't be denied. Yes, but the weight that my mother had on her head, um, was a truly great responsibility. The weight of, perhaps, she pauses, the weight of a crown, perhaps. Nemia walks over and just puts her hand on Dame's uh, shoulder. It was her decision to keep things quiet until the festival. She feared if the announcement was given slowly, rumors would be unhelpful, and she wanted important people from the Concord to be here, present, so that she could quell their fears all in one, all at once, rather than waiting for rumors to reach across the uh, vine of grapes. Well, quite understandable. I'm... Yes, I'm sorry for your loss. I do not know what I'm going to do. What would you like to do? I, I do not know. It's my duty to the city now. Whatever burden it is that you're carrying, Keldan, you can trust us with it. I know that we were taught to endure through our teachings of Zariel, but we do not have to endure alone. Hardship is the crucible through which greatness is forged, they say. Yes. But I do not know where to go from here. Do I press this uh, half-baked claim which I should have, you know? And even if, even if then, even if I am accepted as such, you know, who would, who would take this? How was your um, relationship with Eldari, the, the steward? Eldari, I only very briefly met him, and even then, uh, Queen Liarel, my, my, my mother, it still seems so strange to say, I, she did not formally announce what exactly the deal was with him, and only really the Queen's Blade, uh, only really the Queen's Blade and herself knew, and me, I guess. That's certainly a, a small pool of people who could attest, which certainly complicates things. Yes, and I am torn between my duty to, um, uh, to the to the ascendancy and to the Great Wheel in general, and perhaps. My duty to Turval. I do not. I do not know if I belong here, even. 
think I should tell Sir Orpheus, like he might have greater counsel. Well, I think, uh, were you comfortable with, uh, Wing Marshal, um, Illyria? She seemed difficult, but not unprofessional, if that would be any indication. I... She seems truthful and fair. Um, I, I know that she uh, is in command of the military right now. She might have some information. If you would feel comfortable telling her, you might learn a bit more context. We could accompany you there if you'd like. Perhaps, and perhaps over the next day or two, I could, uh, perhaps in the next day or two, yes. Whatever you're comfortable with. Give me a few days to I'm... orient myself, and perhaps I shall, we shall talk with this, uh, with this, um, uh, with this Alaria. She seemed, I don't know, I have only seen her smile once. Of course. That's your decision. And I know you're close with Seraphius. I just know that Alaria uh, might be able to give you some information. Yes. Uh. Alright. Is there anything else you'd like to say to her? Anything else you'd like to ask of her? One thing, kind of. Um. Make sure that you keep yourself safe with those assassins out. You might not be in the best position, so keep an eye out. She laughs and she says, I outran the Archduke of Avernus. I can... I can outrun assassins. Let's hope you're true to your word, then. She nods and as you leave her... You find yourself, or you see her just sitting pensively um, on her, uh, on her still relatively small uh, bed, and you think you see her bring her hands down to her head and begin to weep as you close the door gently on her room. So you guys, I presume, uh, leave off for the night and depart for. Uh, your various places. Uh, Foza, you don't have very far to go, but um, you know, while you could probably offer them some shelter in the Abbey, it is relatively crowded, so they could also just choose to disperse. Be but... Before we go, actually, could I... Uh, would it matter if I tried to cast Cure Wounds on her while she's crying? Uh, it would work. It wouldn't really do anything, because she's not really missing. Got <laughs> um, it. Cure Wounds Come doesn't on. help with psychological <laughs> issues, you know? <laughs> We, we've tried, we've checked. <laughs> Alright. All right. Uh, yeah, so you guys depart and scatter again to the various bits of Turval in which you live. And oh, uh, Before Nemia goes, I'd like to stop her. Um, Nemia. Yes? I have been fitting around with this ring a bit and I feel that it would be better in your hands and mine. I feel that it would benefit you quite a bit. Uh, sure. Thank you. 
Alright. So, if you guys could exchange the Ring of Ancestral Embrace, and uh, as we leave off, um, and you guys can technically click the long rest button again if you guys had expended any hit dice, but that I think is where we're going to take a short break. Um, just five minutes for now. Um, yeah, it's 8.25 by my watch, so could we go? Oh. It's 8.30. Uh, Brenna, I can talk to you oh, about cool. what the ring does if you'd like. Um, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. some of the functionality is not super well supported in D&D Beyond, but, you know, it can be mindfully done. Um, okay. Yeah, that's... If you'll bear with me, yeah, I'll be happy to edit. Cool, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, go. let's go do the various bathroom things. I will go brush my teeth. Alright, yeah, Brenna, if you're here, then I can definitely talk you over the implications of the ring. Yep, ready. Alright, so if you tune to this ring, the first thing that happens is you turn our creature type changes to Fiend. Uh, this has some implications for spells and stuff, um, so like it means a hold person will no longer work on you, but it also means that you can be like detected by Paladin's Divine Sense, for example. So, okay. that's... It's, it's, like, mostly a good thing, sometimes a bad thing. Uh, you have charisma advantage on charisma checks to interact with fiends, should you encounter any. Uh, in addition, you get to choose two of the following. Uh, leveled spells cast for the Infernal Re Legacy or similar trait, which for you would be, uh... Oh, jeez, what's it called? Uh, your Devil's Tongue, um... Mm -hmm. Uh, would be, uh, it can be cast as one spell level higher, since so... Like, since you have, for example, Enthrall, I believe, uh, would be an example. Uh, or maybe Charm Person. Yeah, so Charm Person, for example, you'd be able to cast that second level, which would mean it would affect two people instead of just one at the same time. Hey. Uh, so that would be an example. Um, this is, again, not well supported in D&D Beyond, so that would be a small, small annoyance. Um, it's okay. But this, but you get two of these three choices, basically, uh, to be clear. Uh, you cool. can cast those spells from your uh, devil's uh, uh, from your devil's tongue trait as a bonus action, um, if you'd like, and or your dark vision is upgraded to devil's sight, which means you can see normally in both darkness and dim lights. Uh, so there's no penalty for seeing for um, being in complete darkness, and magical darkness doesn't impede your dark vision. So which two of those? Uh, if you'd like, you can. We can tentatively put this now. Um, uh, pick which ones you which of these you'd like, and then uh, if you give it more thoughts. Um, the idea is the ring is supposed to present differently in different tiefling slash Asimar. So, but like if you'd like, how do you think this ring would present for Nemia? And if you'd like to tentatively pick two now, and then and then give it some more time, and then flesh out your decision. That's fine, I'd say. Okay, so I think that um, I would probably do... I'm probably leaning towards, yes, the dark vision, and then I would probably do the uh, level higher, and then okay. save the bonus action, because that's not good with uh, Ember, so yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess this does... It's just slightly... Uh, uh, this is slightly uh, more obvious uh, for someone with a loaded bonus action. That does. <laughs> Although the bonus action is you may cast, so it's it's fr I I specifically phrase it that way so you can 
So you don't have to cast it with, with a bonus action, you just can choose to cast it as an action or a bonus action. But, Minutia, yeah, cool. Um, so we'll tentatively say, yeah, level spells cast one higher and oh, yeah. level sight. Cool. Thank um, you. Just remember that, because, again, it's not well supported in D&D Beyond, but, like, um, yeah. <sighs> anyway, cool. as we get back into this, and uh, time is uh, continuing on. Uh, so, the next morning, you guys get back to a slightly more realistic work schedule, um, or slightly more realistic sleep schedule, and while you didn't expend too many resources last night, uh, yesterday, you know, you feel certainly much better and well-rested since you've spent the long day after, immediately after the assassination, uh, just compensated by, for, by a bit of more normal, sensible rests. But, uh, Nemia, as you go downstairs, uh, Winston walks in and says, uh, got a got a couple runners here, both for you, both for you, lass. Uh, thanks, Winston. How's it been going? Uh, it's been it's been fine. Tavern's been good and noisy, even without you. But you know, good to hear it. And I I grab the letters and I, I drop a uh, two gold for it. Okay. Yeah, he said, lass. You don't need to. Or well, you don't need to pay me for those. Those were... Uh, the senders already got them. Or if you just like well, to, you know, yeah. preemptively well, place in your tab, then... Also it's, it, must, it must be annoying to have some runners k coming in and out of your bar, so... Yeah, well... It's very well known that the Flaming Songbird lives here, so... Uh, trade-offs, trade-offs. Um, I also feel a little guilt uh, making money without him. <laughs> yeah, um, that's fair. Um, so you would notice you have two things. Uh, one is a. Gold. Uh, they both have small letters attached. One appears to be this more like rectangular package, um, and a note. It's actually addressed to Malor, uh, to, to Malor and friends. Um, the other more. Um, actually has a, a small bit of parchment attached it's just, just like a stubby little round parchment parcel um and it's addressed to it, it it addresses all four of you by name right but you know uh which one of these are you opening first um so i'm only gonna open the one with my name on it okay so uh nemi as you open but i might do that actually n not like i'll do that in my room Okay, yeah, as you head back upstairs, and you go to, um, and you look this over, um, as you open this, like, there's this, um, small stone with what looks to be, like, an ear on it that tumbles out on the floor, and it says, um, uh, and looking at it, uh, looking at the, uh, associated small bit of scrap of parchment on it, you see, uh, Alaria. It's Alaria's handwriting, and she says, Okay, found you guys a, a sending stone. Uh, please update, keep me apprised of, the, of your findings. Um, heard from Shisori. Um, thank you for what you've done. Um, keep striving for the truth. Um, yeah. That is... I think that's it, yes. Um, and again, she would also just say, you know, I haven't got... There's a little postscript that says... Um, I haven't gotten any animal messengers, and there's a tiny frowny face next to it. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> you forgot! 
I failed. Oh my god. I've been so busy. Um Yeah. Um so I keep, I pocket the stone and the note um yeah, and I kind of yeah. Just chill out and rest. Yeah. Um so you would find that um or sorry, you can add a ascending stone to your inventory as well. Yep, I did. And yeah. It's specifically tied to Alaria or Wing Marshal Alaria Bladesinger. Okay. But you guys presumably agreed to meet up somewhere today, which like unless you have any specifics we could say is either in the perpetual market or the noble duck, your choice. Or somewhere else. But those would be my recommendations. It's not changing the noble duck, it's just yeah, it's been working. Yeah, come on over. Alright. When the morning trickles on, you guys find yourself um looking over the um Uh, uh, you guys find yourself meeting at the base of the, or, or near the uh, front porch of the Noble Duck. You know, just looking at the various foot traffic going by. There's carts and whatnot, making a very small, uh, uh, you know, just the various bustle of the city of Turval. Um, here it's mostly, uh, it's mostly produce, greengrocers, fish, um, not the uh, constant silk runners that you see at the southwest corner of the city. But, you know, it's still, there's various people taking care of the city in various ways, living their lives, and as you meet back up, what would you like to do? Um, I received uh, messages from um, the runners. If you want to take a look, there's one uh, package we still have to open. Oh, alright. Take a look at the um, certainly no time to waste. Sure. They're up in my room. And, uh, lead them up. Um, Mallard, this one's addressed to you, so I figured I'd let you do the honors, and I kind of, like, toss it to them. There's no need to do that. It was sent here. I'm sure you can open it as well, but you will yeah. open it. It does say Mallard and friends. But uh, as you open it, there's a small writing with it, and it's you, you recognize the handwriting. It's the incredibly messy handwriting, so it takes a bit of time to distinguish this, of uh, High Mage Iona Ulner. And she says, um, Malor, hope there's no hard feelings for being not quite clear about what's with the, um, uh, about what was up with the uh, ingredients I made you guys fetch. But in any case, um, I did have this one thoughts of things that you might find interesting in your work and as you open up the book it, you can add a book titled the collected works of mage of alchemist Ystrana. all right it's uh iona reading further you do see that iona notes this is a bit of a hard book to find but she does have a couple copies so um you know she thought that you might in particular be interested in the effect or in um in seeing this book the name a second time. The collected works of Mage Ystrana, who, uh, if you'd recall, is the mage responsible for Shadowgast's spite, which was the poison afflicting Shasori system. Oh, well, sorry, Alchemist Ystrana. 
Sorry, I, I don't have this fully written out. We'll show the book to the others and say, uh, uh, seems, uh, we'll have a little research to do about this. So, yeah, cursory flip through. Um, oh, sorry. No, not that. I was just making off that comment. Uh, I think, Foza, you have the highest passive investigation, so... Or is it Malar? No, Foza has the highest passive investigation. Uh, Foza, as you flip through, you, um... Uh, one thing that would strike you is this... This is this appears to be basically a rough transcription of um, Eustranus' notes. They seem oddly familiar to you, like... Um, and as you look, you know somehow that there's maybe a quarter of the way through the book, you'd find the recipe for Shadowgast's spite. Uh, you notice, you know, it has various uh, ingredients, uh, griffin feathers, ghoul skin, ghast skin, Shadowfell ethers, which would be mined in the far west of the um, of the city uh, uh, of Turval, across the Drake Spine, a town known as Drew's Gates, which has is known to have portals uh, reaching into the Shadowfell, which is naturally occurring there, which um, the residents of Drew's Gate mine. But yeah, you flip through, and it in fact contains a rudimentary recipe which someone with perhaps slightly more arcane training than you and slightly more or perhaps more alchemical experience might be able to actually use with with um or to actually create shadow gas despite is what i'm saying these are some awfully hard materials to gather whoever did this was really organized Perhaps that's something we might want to look into then. Uh, any other plans for today? I say you head out to the Lonely Tower and see if they know anything. Sure. Yes, I think that's a great idea. Idea, and then maybe we could try doing another run through of Lightport, see if we can find anything there. Okay. So it would take you like two and a half hours roughly to walk, or maybe, wait, sorry, your walking speed would be like three miles per hour, I think. You have 30 feet of movement? Yeah, 30 feet of movement, if you weren't going slow. Um, so yeah, it would take you, yeah, it would take you perhaps like three hours to um, get make your way from uh, up Main Street, from the Noble Duck to the, uh, through the wheel gates and spiraling around clockwise, the cliffs overlooking the Sanguine Bay. And you'd find yourself at the rather tall and imposing tower, perhaps as tall as many of the towers that stand as bastions within the walls of Turval, except standing freely on its own. The Lonely Tower. The view even from down here, uh, as you stand at the base of the stairs uh, into the Lonely Tower, is beautiful. You can see the bay just calmly uh, it's a very calm day and the ships are a few of them the blockade by now has let up and departed but the ships come and go without and you can see the tiny people below but as you approach the lonely tower you are again greeted by various guards um Anything in particular you're saying to them? 
Oh, okay. Um, oh, good morning. We're doing some investigation on, well, behalf of the Moth Cape. If we could uh, speak to whoever's uh, currently presiding over the lighthouse. Uh, we could wait a few if they're currently indisposed. Hello. Uh, yes, uh, we can go talk to uh, Corporal Yin Marie. Uh, sorry, Corporal Alderman, uh, if you'd like. Um, yes, um, what's this about? Sorry. Um, We're basically looking to do um, some general follow-up. Um, just exploring all avenues, just getting a clear picture of... Um, you know, recent events, as you know, it's been quite chaotic, so we're just trying to touch base with, uh, you know, uh, most things in the nearby area. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, by and by, you are brought in. Um, there are, uh, there are a few people manning the tower, and so you are, uh, the, uh, person leading this tower, uh, Sergeant Yin Marie Alderman uh, does come and meet you. Uh, he's a wood elf, um, and he just seems thoroughly unimpressed by you all. And can I help you? Uh, Private Skittle said you were uh, looking for something of some sort to follow up from the Moth Keep. That's a very broad prompt. Yes. Um, thank you for seeing us on such short notice. Um, you know, in our discussions with. Uh, the poor captain yesterday, he referred us to you, um, we were wondering if you've noticed any unusual sightings to the east of here, uh, as of late, or anything unusual from your end of things, we've just been collating reports and such. Ah, you'd be talking about the, uh, cordoning off the bay and whatnot. Yes, within the day before up to now. Yeah. The bay captain, uh, we saw the bay captain signal almost as soon as he got here, yeah, he flashed a yeah, we flashed some signals from the lower towers to here. So we were aware of the situation almost immediately. In fact, before the before the wheel gate itself did. Uh, we were on guard. We feel we sprang into, into action fairly quickly. Yes. I think, at least. So a few people a few people panicking and trying to still leave the bay before it closed, but you know, despite the minor economic hits, there was, I don't know, there's nothing across the, uh, nothing across the, uh, small isthmus that leads off to the, uh, Sanguine Bay, if that makes any sense. Is isthmus the right word? In any case, I haven't thought too much about the geometry of this all, but, um... happen to see any ships on the opposite side of the bay. You'd think that maybe even if the bay had closed down, the ship might have gotten away. Not by my reckoning. Are you certain that people were trying to run from, uh, or at least from inside the city, from out inside the city to the outside? So he said, are we certain if people were trying to run from in to out? Yeah. And nothing concrete as yet, but uh, just closing down uh, potentialities. All right, well. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the bay captain's opening up the commerce again. We can only lock down the city for so long before, you know, we don't want the, uh, we don't want the Vedropolitans to try to muscle us out of the silk market and whatnot, you know? So we can't lock down forever. This is hardly a siege during wartime. But, yeah, I don't know. 
Didn't notice anything more than a few people being stupid over the, over the course of a few days. As they are wont to do often. Um, if you uh, would be so kind, we'd love if you could uh, send us any um, paperwork you have of the last uh, few days' documentations, uh, sightings, or scenes, even um, perhaps, you know, the innocuous strange sights you might have seen. Right, right. Uh, I'll have one of my men copy that down for you, and uh, perhaps the, uh, the, you, you get the feeling that the people of this post being a bit more, a, a bit more, I don't know, having a bit less to do than the uh, people in the main military ward, they get it copied to you pretty quickly, and you can uh, add a list, which I don't have, I don't have a handout prepared for this, but you can add a list of, like, incidents, uh, in, I think it's, you guys are three, four, I think you guys are three days past the, um, um th thing, but some, um, you know, list of incidents from the Lonely Tower, right? It's not very long, um, I will say, and most of them are pedestrian things like, you know, boaters trying to joyride during the, um, or during the middle of the bay lockdown, so wasn't a whole lot. Hi. Yeah. I'll be sure to look these over. Uh, out of character question. Uh, in the report that we're supposed to be getting from the other ward, is that also going to include, like, things that have been imported into the city? as well, or do we not really ask for that? Uh, you did ask for that, yes. Um, I think you, you would cut it down to, like, unusual imports, because, like, the fact that, because if you're just collating, yeah. this isn't like, uh, Microsoft Access database, this is, you're not, like, yeah. you can't just collate yeah. it and, like, filter out the silk, silk imports and, and exports and whatnot, and that would just be a complete, uh, that would just be a, an exercise in misery, but they do have uh, they will be able to get you a list of unusual, um, uh, unusual items. Yes. All right. Yeah. I, I, I just want. I was curious. Mm -hmm. We thank you for your time. I don't believe we have any reason to take up any more of it. Well. Yes. Thank you. Very nice meeting you. What, sir? Yes. yes. Is it sir? Move to leave. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. So as we're walking out, yeah, it looks like um, they are still in the city. Hopefully, we can ha find some something in around here before those docks open up and they can get away. But they might have already left through the gate at any time. So I feel like they must have really no reason to leave the city based on what we've learned. Yes, I'm starting to feel that this line of questioning is becoming a bit of a dead end. I suspect the, um, working to follow the lead of the poison you, uh, uh, so astutely found foes, that would be a meaningful pursuit as well. Yes, we could probably try and figure out who made it, I would hope. Somebody with knowledge of that would be quite dangerous. Oh, it would be powerful. There's this weird impulse in the back of your mind, Nemia. 
or not Nemi. Oh my gosh, I'm mixing people up. Posa, <laughs> there's this weird echo in the back of your eyes saying, no, they'd be powerful. They'd be useful. What are you talking about? I'll sort of like put a hand to my face and just kind of shake my head a bit. And, uh. Well, um. I believe we should maybe check out Lightport next, perhaps? Maybe this time we could question about shady dealings with poisons. Um, so what specifically were the items on the, uh, uh poison list? Ingredient bucket thing? Uh, oh. like ghoul flesh, uh, something from the Shadowfell. Uh, ghoul and ghast, ghoul or ghast skin, Shadowfell ether, and griffin feathers. Um, make me a, um, make me a history check if you'd like. Um, all of us or? Uh, yeah, all of you. Okay. Ooh, we got some, uh... Yeah, we got some natural 20s in here. So, Posa, you, you don't know enough about this, unfortunately, to uh, really draw us together. Uh, Malar, griffin feathers sound very familiar to you. Um, there's actually a decent roost of griffins in Illumin, so you would assume that there's a couple different ways um, that there, that you guys, or that's, um... Or if any, they would be brought from anywhere. They would be brought from Illumins. That seems like an obvious place. So let's very quickly go to the map, right? So Illumins lies decently to the west of Turval, right? Um, here. Um, basically, trade. Uh, Illumin has both land and sea and water routes of trade to Turval, um, and basically. So they could either have gone in from the uh, west of Turval over land or down the Turn River and up the Sanguine Bay. Um, let's see. Uh, Artemis, with what you know, you would know, you would uh, derive that this is probably from the Shadowfell, Shadowfell Ethers, most likely from Drew's Gates. Um, again, further to the west, even fur or even further west than uh, Illumins, from across the Drake Spine. Probably, it would probably be coming in from the, the west or the south, but it would be hard to tell where exactly um, points of ingress were. Uh, Nemia, thinking about it, uh, you would realize that um, ghoul and ghasts are perhaps not the most common types of undead here. Um, so it's, it would be the kind of thing you would import that, that's like at industrial scales. You'd probably import from other continents. Um, such as uh, Cyrodiil, I think, would be one place that might have a significant population of ghouls and ghasts. Um, the frozen north has very many things, and, you know, that's perhaps a place. So, trade, in a word, trade would come over sea. Okay, so, I, and I would pension in, would I know that it's in, like, some, like, black market stuff, or in stores, or how would I know that people would get it, like... It, it, like these are all most of these would be specialty ingredients which you'd have to import okay hmm. alright so these things need to be imported then a good place to start would be definitely those documents that we should be receiving soon yes 
by the time you've trekked back um, to, let's say, the Noble Duck, Winston does in fact have another package for you, um, this time from the military ward. Um, There's a runner uh, who came up and, and dropped a small sheaf of documents uh, for, uh, specifically for you guys. Um, so it would be roughly maybe three or four in the afternoon by the time you guys walked. Mm, that might be a bit late, but maybe two in the afternoon, I'd say, by the time you guys return to the Noble Duck and make this realization. Hey, me. Oh, well, it looks like we have some a good place to start, and hopefully we can find some patterns in this information. Uh, I guess... Um, Yeah, so looking through the list for any uh, ingredients used to make nightshade. No, no. Shadow Ghast Spike. Or even, yeah. um, yeah. even shipments from the locations like Illamond or Drusgate. I'm sure there's plenty, but you I know. Mean, yeah, Illamond, there's a good many shipments, especially from Illamond, because Illamond, to be clear, is the, most, is the second most prosperous city in the Southern Concord, right? Um, and that might and like all titles aside, that might be why they have a duchess. And while Turval has a queen, and other smaller cities don't have have like smaller nobles, I guess I'd say. You know, well, we'll not get too far far into the politics here, but um, yes. Um, in any case, uh, you notice there are a few different shipments of griffin feathers from Illamon specifically. Most of this uh, you'd see coming in from uh. uh coming in from across from down the Turn River and up or, or and up in the docks of Light Port. Um, there are a few different people. Cross-referencing, however, um, I will say, you don't really find anything that's specifically mentioned Shadowfell Ethers in the in the uh, in the naval shipping uh, manifests. However, scanning through, you do see one um, thing that's also uh, involves, uh, alchemical skins, um, it refers to, one second, a, um, a Resh Incorporated, um, that makes its, that is headquartered, uh, in a warehouse, uh, on the border of Old Town and Lightport. That's a R-E-S-H? Yep. Cool. I'll say this one I've just outlined. Would I have any knowledge of this place at all? Uh, other than the fact, other than the fact they might have walked past a couple times, not really. No, it's just a big company in this big town. This might be what we're looking for. Uh, thoughts I'm having. Uh, how experienced would you have to be with poison making and alchemy? alchemy to try to make this kind of concoction. Do they need someone very experienced or would a beginner be able to pick it up with the right direction? Are you asking me or are you just asking in general? Just thinking out loud. Would I know that at all? There's a angry voice in the back of your mind, Fosa, that says, Acquire skill, no mere person could do it. 
I would have to assume that it would be something that someone with quite a bit of skill would have to be knowing what they're doing to make it. It is quite a deadly poison after all. Someone bought the ingredients. Uh, is there someone in town making the poison somewhere? Uh, this will be things we'll need to investigate. Well, someone would have to have made it. I would assume that it would be hard to get such poison into the city. Not to point any fingers, but do you know um, if anything goes on like that in the Mages Guild? I know that they're potentially good at concocting potions. I haven't really been in the Mages Guild uh, recently, but I didn't hang around that kind of people there to begin with. Of course, of course. Yeah. Mallard, to clarify what you would know, um, it would probably be a chore even for people within the Mages Guild to do this. Like, a few people, like uh, Iona, maybe might have a trouble making it. Uh, uh, War, uh, War Mage Westbridge. A couple of the apprentices who you only sort of know are sort of promising alchemists, but you haven't really met them too much. A Dorfir, your friend, maybe might have some ability to do it, but overall it would be not that great. And you also do, you also would recall that Iona previously had dis expressed distaste at Ystrana's works. Okay, cool. So, so. if she's, if she knows anything about that, she at least is faking it. Definitely. Then, uh... Let's go take a look at that warehouse, shall we? Okay, so walk down to the docks. It's very close and you can see the uh, border of like little small pine or small pine trees that have been cultivated to mark the border between Old Town and the uh, and Lightport. Um, to go here, however, you see there's a, there's a large, roughly rectangular warehouse. Uh, doors on all sides, although all of them appear to be closed right now. Um, there appear to be like a couple large loading doors that face the um, that face the docks, and also just the smaller on one of the back ends, like closer to what let's say facing uh, facing the inner side of the city, um, would be more of a um, small like office door or back door, whatever you want to call it. Okay, are we going in a uh, official capacity or uh, on the DL? Does it seem relatively abandoned? There's no one you can see, like, patrolling the grounds, like, or anything, or nearby, going in or out, loading, unloading. It seems locked down somewhat, and you, you can you think you can uh, hear banging sounds from inside, and, like, some small wisps of smoke trailing up from the many chimneys of the uh, building. Let's see if we can get in normally first before trying anything more rash. Okay. I think you're right. Okay, so there's the, there's the office or back door, whatever you want to call it. There's a large loading door on the opposite side of that, and then 
uh, when you're facing the office door, um, like to the right side of the building, I think it would be. No, sorry, wait, left side of the building, sorry. There's another large loading door, so. Right? So there's back door, then two loading doors to the left and reverse side of the buildings. Which of these are you approaching? Aller will approach the back door, walk out, try to get the attention of anyone with him. You say you're trying to get it, you're just knocking? Yep, just knocking loudly and opening the door if no one answers. Okay, the door is uh, very definitively secured, but as you knock, you hear. Where meet we who go on the paths of destiny bound? Uh, go again? Where meet we who meet on the paths of destiny bound? A spiteful gallery, of course. There's a clicking noise. As I'm gonna need you guys to place your tokens. So, this is a bit of an odd angle, but you guys are coming in here. Uh, the right side? The right side, yeah. I'm gonna pop open a thing. Uh, I'm gonna reveal some of this. Sorry. The map was a little bit zoomed in. Yeah, sorry, it's a very big map. This is actually one of the first D&D maps I ever made. Oh, nostalgic and foreboding. Yeah, it seemed <laughs> like perfect for this. And just... Wait a minute. I don't know you. Who are you guys? We've been sent by our fellow brothers and sisters to assist the cause, of course. They look you up and down, and uh, they think about it and say, Right, give me a deception check. Beep, beep, boop. Uh, are you gonna bullshitting? Oh, see, thanks about it. Oh. Right, 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 of course, of course. Well. Come in. The operation is this way. He leads you down the hall. And there's some people who look at you funny. Um, but you go in. You see, there's... Uh, as you go in here, right, you are led into what seems to be like a back corridor where there are many uh, small offices. And um, this uh, one fellow is leading you down. The, uh, down here, where, as you guys follow, continue to follow, well, I, let, let's back up a bit. You can see small doorways leading off to presumably offices or smaller storerooms or something. Uh, but as you leave here, the building opens up massively um, to reveal a very large chamber uh, where you see all sorts of things, all sorts of boxes and people uh, going here. You think you see in this, like, sort of bowl, uh, on the floor, there's this, like, writhing little elemental creature, uh, made of well, what appears to be water. Oh, dang it. Uh, the Roll20's reveal to tool is not being kind to me today. Yeah, but you... It's seldom in. ever kind. Yeah. You can see tons of people just working, and this one lady, uh, here, just looking over a uh, cauldron towards the center of the floor. Alright, and he beckons for you to follow. Oh. Malar is uh, a little bit out of his area here, 
uh, trying his best to fit in with these other people. Alright. Yeah, I probably stand out like a sore fucking thumb right now. Are you still uh, in your ascendancy gear? Wait. I mean, it's why I asked if we were going like on the level or like discreetly before we went in. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this, so uh... You know... <laughs> yeah, there are more and more people who are think what... Specifically, I think, I, I would say Fozer is probably the one who attracts the most attention because, you know... Ascendancy gear. Um, but... There are, it's like, one or two people who think... I don't know. Go in here. Is that the Flaming Songbird? And some other weird whispers. Aren't those the guys who... And this guy, however, um, leads you up and says, Anasha, uh, where do you want these four? This uh, lady over here, she looks up from what looks to be a small table with a bubbling pot on it. She says, these four? She looks you up and down and says, I imagine you're familiar with some of us, or the uh, organizations we associate with. And I'm sure you understand the implications of having such well-connected operatives under your employ. Make a deception check. You feel fairly confident in how you're saying this. Fairly confident in how you're lying. Well, it's not your best lie, but... Um, this, uh, chemist-looking lady, she looks at you and says, Yeah, not buying it. You- She points at the one guy near you. Bob, you're an idiot. You've been fooled. Get them. And as she says this, <laughs> I'm going to need you all to roll initiative. Whoops. Wait, where was that a bloody, um, um, what was that, 17, like two seconds ago? We'll, we'll just be like, uh, wait, before, I don't know if we can do it before, but, uh, be like. Oh, no. Aren't you the, uh, I don't know if we should actually do this. I'm kind of scared. Forget it. <laughs> I rolled low on initiative. Ah. Oh, I guess you just die. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, tails old this time. All right. So, as this happens... Shouts out. We've been compromised! And... You see the various people spring into action. And do I have this sorted? I do have this sorted. Uh, I will say, because I'm a cruel DM, Anasha goes before Malar. And I don't think there are any other ties. The bottom of it isn't sorted. It isn't sorted? Oh, man. I am sad. The, bot the bottom is chaos. Alright. Artemis, as this whole fight breaks out, uh, what are you doing? Okay, hypnotic pattern, uh, getting these four lugs in it. If all I, right. if they could all make a DC 14 save, please. Alright, so, okay. Uh, is this wisdom save? Yes, yes please. They actually all fail. And ah, lovely. Strange... Yeah, and this is until someone uses an action to wake them up, correct? Uh, yeah, so if they take, uh, damage. Or they take damage, okay. Uh, I will roll also for the elemental creature. Ooh! 
Uh, it saves. And so it's not affected by the blazing pattern of light that streams across the uh, thing. But you are now concentrating on hypnotic pattern, correct? Absolutely. All right. It is Anasha's turn. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, uh, after that cast, I'll give a bardic inspiration to uh, Malar. And I'll just call out, pay no heed to um, these fools up above, uh, these four up above us. Um, actually, no, I want to go like here. Um, keep your eyes on the prize, Malar. Uh, yeah, that's my turn. Alright. Um, Anasha will uh, scream out. Alright, I do not have time for this. George, deal with them. And she'll point at him and cast Enlarge. Um, yeah. Wait, is, isn't the hypnotic pageant right now? Uh, yeah, that's that's true. You know, she's probably smarter than that. Uh, she'll do it to this dude. Uh, also, I thought his name was Bob. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Who said she was good with her? Well, maybe this one's George. Yeah, we'll, we'll say it's this one. Sorry. Um, I am bad at tracking people, also. No, I'm, I'm, I'm so... I'm uh, but then she, you see her, like... Uh, spill out the uh, as her object interaction, you see her spill out the cauldron onto the floor, and begin backing off. Uh, as, wait, as a, also, I will say, as a bonus action, uh, slightly before she does this, she says, "Ha, you stupid fools!" As if you could uh, co- hope to comprehend the situation. And uh, let's see, thirty feet within thirty feet of her before she started that movement would have been. Let's see, in here. I think that would have been any of you. Yeah. Uh, let's say, Malar, hearing that you that you got some words of encouragement from, uh, from, um, uh, from, um, Artemis, I'm going to need you to, uh, she will instead attempt to taunt you, I'm instead going to need you, or sorry, I'm also going to need you to roll a DC 12 charisma saving throw. All right. <laughs> Her offensive words do not penetrate you, and you are—you do not have disadvantage on attack, ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws until the start of her next turn. Uh, it is your turn. Seeing this massive, this guy uh, just grow his height higher, uh, Malazar's eyes are going to widen a little bit, and he's going to say, "This one's mine," and rush over to him. Okay. Uh, before. I don't know if running over the star is going to do something to me, but I'll no, do it anyway. nothing happens as you do it. Uh, and he's going to open up with a rage. Alright. We're raging. Okay. Alright. And my skin glows blue a little bit. And a few flames lick off my body as he brings his fist down on this guy. You bring your fist down on this man's giant shin. Uh, first strike, not very effective, unfortunately. Perhaps this guy's a bit more hardy than you expected. But yeah, um, the second hit will work, yes. So I roll damage on that. Uh, he is bloodied. Okay, awesome. That will be my turn then. Alright. Nemia, as this all breaks down, uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to uh, use Wild Shape and uh, summon Ember 
And an ember will be summoned right here. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, okay. Spirit of water bursts into ex- uh, or the spirit of fire or bursts into ex- uh, into existence right next to the spirit of flame. Uh, and these guys are incapacitated, correct? Shit, So they would automatically. Yeah. F- uh, wait, are they incapacitated? Just incapacitated? Oh, they charmed. Oh, let me. Sorry, let me uh, open it up. Uh, do they have any they yeah, they incapacitated. Fail dexterity saving throws. Incapacitated five e searching double checking. Uh, no, nothing actually. Uh, okay. Just actions and reactions. Okay. they can't take. So the chained up elemental uh, fails. The, uh, this is just, okay, yeah. The, uh, cultist will also fail. Uh, so the cultist is actually fried to a crisp. As he stares, uh, this flame, spirit of flame, of primal flame bursts into existence next to him, and he is utterly fried. The water elemental, of some sort, uh, seems moderately displeased by this, but it is also currently chained up. Cool. Um, and then I'm going to, yeah, um, command Ember to um, flame uh, to uh, flame seed after he moves. Okay. Here, and then he's going to flame seed this guy. All right. You can roll with advantage. The water elemental is, rest- is restrained by what appears to be magical means, so it is not, in fact, affected, or it does not, in fact, attempt to strike out. Uh, but yeah, you can stri- uh, you can flame seed with advantage because um, uh, with advantage because My... this guy is incapacitated and. Uh, one second, I think I clicked on the wrong thing. Oh, um, I clicked on the wrong. When the spirit appears, I think it's a a, a ten foot. Thing so he might that one might have been caught as well. Oh, is it? Ah. I'm sorry, I thought it was five. Uh, it's five feet. It's five feet. Okay. No, when it when it first appears, the teleportation is um five feet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's my bad. Okay, so we'll roll one for this guy, which he does in fact succeed. So, oh, the flame seed, however, will claim him. Meant to be. His ember. Uh, skitters back and shoots a f- uh, seed of flame at this thing. Uh, he wakes up briefly enough to be uh, brought to unconsciousness. Or brought back <laughs> to consciousness. And that's me. Foza, it's your turn. You guys rolled relatively well on initiative. Alright, uh, I'm going to bone. I'm gonna action take off my mask and I'm gonna I'm gonna activate radiant consumption okay you are now burning with flames of stuff yep and then I'm gonna bonus action dash and I'm gonna ah I'm gonna wait yeah I'm gonna like kinda like try to cut her off with my 80 feet of movement Okay. And where do you think you're going? 
And that's all I can really do for my turn, though. Uh, I, oh, yeah. You can bonus action dash. I bonus action dash. That's how I got to her. I used my action to use radiant consumption. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, Flight. so end of the turn, you would deal. Let's see. It's three damage Four. to her? Or two? I think it. Wait. Let me double check that. Uh, it would. Be... Three radiant damage. Yeah. yeah, three. And then reduce to one for yourself. Yep. Okay. Um, okay, as this goes down. Uh, da, da, da. This one cultist uh, stares here stupidly at the pattern. Um, that said. This other cultist, Mallor, looking over, you realize there was a cage that you missed. Um, this is another caged creature that you see here. This appears to be a small, uh, sort of, uh, lavender worm that's wriggling in a cage. Um, you notice, that's, that's unusual, that's not right. But, as you go here, you see this guy dash in and, uh, attempt to do something on the stage. And he's going to use one of his actions to start a sabotage. Um, let's see, this other red guy is hanging in the corner stupidly. Uh, let's see, let's see. See this other guy, uh, blue guy. Or, so, sorry, you see the blue guys. This one over here. Is it a blue guy's turn? Ah, I'm not updating this correctly. Uh, the blue guy. Uh, you see this other one, uh, complete the sabotage with his action. So, there's now a small fire that's burning in the, in the shelves south of here. Um, well, it's not the south-south, technically, but, you know. See this one, uh, go up here. And he will use his action to start a sabotage. And you see other ones, uh, other cultists going and moving around in various places. And, you know, going somewhere. And you get the sense that they're, you know, trying to clean up some evidence before this all happens. Um, that is the blue cultist's turn. Uh, the water weird is constrained and will not act. And the, uh... Oh no, I didn't click the token for this. Hang on, one second. The same goes for this small purplish worm. Yeah, they mostly just use their actions to rattle against their chains. Um, yeah, but as the green cultists turn, take place. Oh man, these guys were all in the same initiative? Or basically all in the same initiative? Oh, this is. I never get lucky with the initiatives, I'm so sad. Um, yeah, it is the green cultists' turns. Wow. One of them's dead, the other is hypnotic patterned. Malar, this one with his enlarged scimitar, will try to bring it crashing down upon you. I get a... Duh, that is a... 14 plus 3, 17 to hit. I will hit. Alright. Alright, doing... Uh, 5 slashing damage plus another... Uh... Plus another three, so eight total slashing damage from his enlarged weapon. Uh, however, as you do this, uh, the surge of magic reaching out from you lashes out, and he falls. Um, so yeah, eight damage reduced to four. That was a bit of an underwhelming enlarge, but you know, you never know. All right. All right. So... Uh, da, da, da. 
Top of the initiative, Artemis, what are you doing? I'm going to give a bardic inspiration to Nemia. Um, Nemia, see if you could pluck some of these uh, things. Uh, no, um, take out some of these smaller fry. Or, or fry some of the smaller fries, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and with my action, I very much suspect that I am going to... Um, goodness me. I'm very far away from this fire. Um... Oh, I accidentally closed the tab. Oh, goodness. No, it's not good. I'll be right back. Oh. Anyway, though. Our uh, DM's gone, guys. We win. I'm gonna dash over to this fire, so I can... Um, um, so hopefully on my next turn, or with my ob object interaction, can I throw like a flask of water on it? It and, uh, is start an the... action to affect the, affect the sabotage. Alright, cool, cool. Then I will get working on that. Okay. Uh, next yeah. turn. It takes them. It takes them action. It takes them two actions to set it, and takes you two actions to put it out. Basically, this is what I'll say the mechanic is. Okay, here. got you. Okay. Oh, I'll call it. Uh, uh, yeah, but I'll end my turn by calling out to um, Malar, like just getting his attention. So, uh, at initiative counts twenty, the flames of sabotage begin to burn. Uh, you see a few, what looks to be feathery things that catch a blaze in the, um, uh, in the, uh, various shelves. You see the various stockpiles, and they catch a light. Uh, the warehouse, or the warehouse supplies take one point of sabotage damage. Uh, that's initiative counts 19. It is Anasha's turn. She looks at you, she says, uh, she looks at you, Fosa, and she says, Ah! You stupid masked freak, get out of my way. She attempts to taunt you with her bonus action. Could you give me a charisma saving throw? DC 12. There's a lot. You feel, you feel offended but unfazed. And as she tries to blink the stench of, of the, the radiance off of her eyes, she's, first of all, she's going to try to uh, get out over here. Um, opportunity attack. Uh, opportunity attack, yes. God, all the times I wish I had Sentinel, now's the time. And I'll be using my Descendant Dagger. Alright, you do hits. Uh, no sneak attack, and yep. nothing else on uh, this, but, you know, it's a chunk of damage. And she seems unha wholly unhappy with this proposition. Um, however, she's, she looks back and says, Yeah, well, you're going to love this. Uh, that hurt, but you're going to love this. And she was going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on you. Fozo, could you give me a wisdom saving throw? That's a natural one. Alright, Fozo. Despite the fact that what she said was not nearly as good, or not really great, and not nearly as funny as some of the things you've heard from your bard friend, you start rolling on the floor laughing. Joy. Uh, and that is Anasha's turn. Malar, it is your turn. Alright, how tall are these things here? Are these, like, bookshelves or low tables? Uh, they're like warehouse shelves, so they'd be, like, slightly taller than a person, basically. Like they they have to unload these by hand, but they're also 
not. This building is very wide and very and relatively short for the width it is. Wouldn't be a good idea to try to climb them. Uh, you can climb them. Yeah, I forget. Do you have something? You have something for that, right? Something that affects your climbing ability, or am I going crazy? I don't think so. No. Yeah. Uh. I feel it's a lot simpler and a lot less hassle to instead just run around to these two goons here. Uh, yeah, that would be a method of doing this. Turning my back to this screen, I'm gonna take a kick. Alright. Alright, this one bounces off the uh, leather armor that this one is wearing. This one does connect, however, roll damage. Alright, 8 damage is enough to drop this one. They are modified minions. They're, they're two hit minions, basically. Alright. Uh, that will be all for my turn then. Okay, cool. Nemia, it's your turn. If I had, um. How, like, how big is this fire, would you say? Like, so this is occupying what? Uh, like a 15 by 15 space? It's a pretty big. It's not like 100% just complete, consisting solely of fire, but yeah, you, it, um, it's, yeah, basically a large area of, it's basically a functionally huge area of the warehouse that has been set on fire. Um, I don't know if that's, yeah, 15, but it, Okay, and then I guess my <laughs> next question is, have we established any sort of rules for object interaction with Ember? Probably not, right, because it's just a spirit. Uh, I would say not, unless it's like... Uh, I, I don't think Amber can do anything except, like, rudimentarily grasping thing it's, things in its mouth, although you can ask specifics if you have questions about well, that. Well, that, that would be good enough for me. Um, but I just potentially have, uh... I have some sands, just in case I needed to put fires out, and so I was just potentially wondering if I could teleport it over to Artemis. <laughs> but... I don't know. Uh, if you could, holding a bag yeah, of sand is object much. interactions, you could definitely. Like, and that's a full action. Uh, with your object interaction, you could give it to Ember, and Ember's object interaction, it could like take the small bag of sand, and like and use that, and then you still you still would have your action. Okay, cool. Then I would, and then I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has, I think. I just need to get his. I wouldn't be able to use his uh, action though, right? Because that, that, that would be his... Uh, he would only get the object interaction or the uh, like teleportation, correct? Uh, he'd get the object interaction and then... But then he'd have to like to actually like teleport. That would be you bonus action commanding him to do specifically that. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. And that would be two bonus actions, I think. Um, cool. So yeah, I think uh, I might do it. So um, I will use, I guess on my turn, I will move over here, give Ember a bag of sand, and then I will cast um, Scorching Ray. Um... Uh, Scorching yeah. Ray has a range of... 120. Yeah, so I should be able to pop the that. ones. 
Yeah, and then I believe if I do it at third level, I can cast three. Oh, uh, four. So I have four. Yes. Five. Four race. Uh, it starts out as a second level oh, spell. Oh, right, right. No, I, yeah, I forgot. Four race. Are you directing them all at the bard? <laughs> or um, the alchemist? Who is totally not using the bard stat block? Sorry, I, I guess I don't know who the bard is. I don't... So, the alchemist. Uh, oh, okay, cool, cool. Anasha, the uh, named character. Or are you uh, doing this at the various cultists? You can. You, you are allowed to split them up, so don't forget that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess, yeah, I was... I'll do one at the alchemist, and then I'll do one at this one in front of me. Okay. And I guess one at this one okay. that I can get I'm now. Finish them off. Exactly. Okay. And then I guess I can't get that one right, because it would be kind of blocked. Which one? Uh, sorry, I didn't press long enough. Uh... That guy would have three quarters cover, I would say. In the sh- okay, then I'll do cover. two on this one. Okay. One. Yeah. One. Okay, okay. so and let's I say will... the first two are directed at Anasha, the alchemist-looking lady. Please make a drop just hits. Woo! Okay, so... Natural 20 on the, constitu- on the constitution saving throw, though. Damn. Hmm. Uh, next one. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yep. Yeah. Uh, 23 would also hit. Hey. Nice. Some good rolls. And then roll an attack again for that one. Uh, roll, roll damage, yeah. So. <sighs> She's not looking too great. Does continue to concentrate, though. Damn it, no! And then roll two roll more for attacks, those two. one for cool. these guys. Yep. Yeah. I think they technically aren't that... affected by... Um, or I think they technically aren't... You don't have advantage on them, reading over the... Uh, hypnotic pattern again. I'll look into this, but, um... Yeah. I just always have advantage on, so you can... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm call. just saying, yeah, cool. because I think I did, say, I did say advantage, even though it might not be rules as written. Yeah, um, 12 does hit. damage. Uh, 5, just enough to drop this one. Ayy. 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 Yeah, you continue burning some of these guys in the, uh, north of the, uh, thing to the crisp. The water elemental Almost. creature is... Completely unaffected and just con- a bit confused at the sudden things happening just outside its cage. Anything else? Um. Oh, Ember moves. That is it for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and then Ember, yeah, and, and then Ember moves. Boza. Next to Artemis, and I say, uh, "Ember has some sand." I call out to Artemis. Right. Yes, Ember's coming your way with pocket sand. Yeah. Um, Alright, uh, uh, Foza, you are, at the moment, incapacitated and prone, you have, uh, you can, you can, however, make a wisdom saving throw to an attempt to end this hideous laughter. 
you unfortunately continue to find this hilarious, whatever she said. I see my curse has went from missing attacks to failing saving throws. That's really unfortunate, I'm sorry. Uh, yep. Malor, this guy will go behind, uh, go behind you, and he's actually going to attempt- he's actually going to uh, slam on the bars of the cage surrounding this thing, and it falls apart. This thing breaking free. Oh. As the purple- uh, as the large purple worm comes here, well, the miniature purple worm breaks free. Miniature what is this called? Purple Wormling, I'm sorry. And with the, he's going to attempt to leave with the rest of the 25 feet of his movement, so if you'd like to take an opportunity attack, the opportunity has presented itself. Absolutely, I would. Okay. Uh, just misses. Misses, unfortunately. Uh, in the far north... You're inspired still, I Yes. You know what, I will use that. That's okay. a d6. D8. D8 at this point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 15 hits. Uh, even if you just used it, it would have hit. But yeah. Roll damage. Yeah, Green that is enough to drop this guy where he stands. Still haven't released this thing, so that's a bit of a problem. Um, that said, with the rest of the cultists, you see this guy sort of dashing around. Or you hear the footsteps of this guy, one guy leaving. Uh, the rest of these guys, however, will use the rest of their actions to complete sabotages. Uh, as this thing continues to burn. Or new flames are set here and there. Oh no, that's not good. <laughs> Alright. That is the cultist's turn. I think all the green cultists are dead. Uh, the water weird is not um, used, or is um, still magically imprisoned. The purple wormling, however, uh, Malar, with this newly freed thing, uh, raging, is going to attempt to bite out at you. Uh, rolling a natural two, no. But then, uh, as it goes around, you see a poisonous stinger attempts to, uh, reach out to you. Uh, get a 19 plus 5, so 24. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so you suffer, uh... Four piercing damage, reduced to two by your rage, and give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, and the... Takes two points of force damage from your wild surge. You, uh, you're fine, and you do not suffer... Or, well, wait, you do suffer a tiny bit of poison damage, so I'm sorry. Okay, you suffer three poison damage. Uh, after having it. Okay. Uh, the green cultists are all dead. Artemis, it is your turn. Alright. Alright, so my action will be uh, trying to snuff this out. Well, f yeah. Free uh, object to take the sand, action to try and snuff this out. Alright. The uh, the sabotage begins to die down. Um, however, it's still uh, got one, or it's still probably going to take you a bit more time and efforts to put this one out. Uh... Yeah, two actions to ignite, two actions to put out, basically, is the mechanic. Ech, I'm not up to All right, and I will uh, re-inspire Malar. And, um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that'll be my turn. Okay. At three... Or, at initiative counts 20. Three sabotages are active, so... Uh, 
the warehouse will take three points of uh, information damage, cargo damage, whatever you want to call it. So, four total damage so far as these flames continue to burn and spread. Uh, you know, that's not great. Uh, it is Anasha's turn. She will use her action to open the large warehouse doors and begin departing. She's now 30 feet off map. Or, well, she's now 15 feet off map, basically. Alright, Malar, it is your turn. Ignoring the warning right now, he's gonna step up to the fire and try to pick up one of the cultist robes and put it out. Alright. You beat it out, and this fire is no more. Um, the you see various the various wreckages going on. You do see several things that were just uh, have been tattered and destroyed by this uh, brief, very brief blaze. It did consume some of the uh, items that were here, but you know that's thing, so things have been better. That said, Namia, it's your turn. Or well, actually, Mallory, you want to do anything else? Uh, nope. Okay. Your rage does not end yet, correct? Because you have uh, no, not until the start of my next turn if I don't take damage. Okay, cool. Uh, Nemia, it's your turn. Um, so I am going to move um, here-ish. I'm not going to be hurt by this circle. I'm going to stand in the center of it. And I'm going to cast um, a hold person on... Okay. It's a, her. What's, it's a wisdom saving throw, correct? It is. Um, and is I'm 15. 15. Uh, um, so I'm going to cast that. Oh, shit. Sorry. My bad. Oh, oh. I clicked the, I clicked the wrong the, thing. It's oh, not geez. that. What's the range on hold person? 60 feet? It's 60. Yeah, so that's why I moved. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So do you have enough range currently? It looks like she's... Oh, sorry. Did I miss it? Because I was, like, right here, so I have... I'm still good. I just moved to the row. I wanted to be in the center of the circle for flavor, but no. Okay. Uh... Yeah. Stop drawing tresses! They're, they're very pretty. Um... Oh, wait, she's 15 feet off map, also. So I think she might be out of range. Oh, okay. That's oh, damn, okay. So, yeah. Uh, and... Can I... I can't use my bonus action do anything right to dash now right uh no you're not a rogue yeah okay cool cool oh. yeah, yeah okay also i forgot to take off one point of damage from radiant consumption oh yeah that's true um yeah okay then i won't be able to shoot it's out of range i forgot about the 15 feet okay um i forget yeah this is real big um then i guess i will instead come back i was like over here-ish, I think. And then, um, I will come over here, and, uh, I will come over here. And then I can I kind of get through here? No, not really. You do notice that this creature, this water elemental creature, is magically chained, so it cannot, um, right now, re lash out at you if you get close to it. Okay. Okay, cool. If that would help that's, any. That, yeah, that, exactly, yeah, yeah. that's what I was very scared of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Cool. Yeah, removement and action. What are you trying to do, I guess? Cool. So I'm going to move here. And then I am going to shoot, um, produce flame at this cultist right here. Okay. Yeah. Roll, uh, roll produce flame. 22 will hits. And you continue to absolutely decimate this section of the warehouse. All right. Um, your bonus and action. then for Ember's turn, um, Ember is going to, uh, I guess, teleport, or, or I guess, yeah, teleport 15 feet this way, and then walk the rest. Okay. Cool. So, move him if you'd like. And right there, yeah. I'll, I just was count, counting it. Oh, we'll and then I'm all our, set. Thank you. Yeah, we'll go to our bad luck Asimar. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm peachy. Uh, so yeah, so you're incapacitated. Roll a wisdom saving throw. That's not enough, is it? It actually is. Uh, it's a relatively low NPC spell DC. But yeah, you do uh, save. So does my turn just end? Do I not get? Yeah, because this I... is an end of turn effect. So you are awake, and you're, you're no longer overcome by fits of laughter. Why did I laugh at such? <sighs> yep, and uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I get yeah, and that, that yep, that that's all I can do. Okay, the red cultists are all dead. The blue cultists. Uh, you see this one try to take the dash action. And, you know, move, like, this way. Opportunity uh, attack, please. Uh, yeah, we'll say you swept by you. Uh, I need, I need, I, I take that at disadvantage, right? Because I'm prone. Uh, believe... Yes. Yes, you would. Still works anyway. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm doing it non-lethally. Uh, non-lethally? Okay, so this cultist would drop where he stands. Uh, this one's unconscious. Uh, one of these other ones will take the escape action and go out the back door. So it will be removed from initiative. And all the other blue cultists are dead. The water weird continues to be restrained. The purple wormling will, you know, the stat block I'm using doesn't specify its move speed. That's not great. Um, we'll just attempt to, you know, it's kind of mad that it's here and awake, I guess. So it's just gonna, you know, try to bite out at Malar uh, again. Uh, so you're telling nineteen it's hit. It's just mad for existing. Yeah, it's just mad. It'll, it's been caged up, so it's it's like doing that feral beast thing when it's been released. You know, so I get a 19 to hit on the bites, and uh, no, a miss on the tail stinger. Uh, so that would be uh, where are my d8s. You suffer eight piercing damage, reduced to four uh, by your rage. Uh, it, you can also roll your wild surge effects. Not the most, but you know, damage is damage. Um, and then. Uh, you are not a small creature, so it cannot swallow you. And that is the purple wormling's turn. Uh, green cultists are dead. I will actually remove them entirely from the turn order. Uh, Artemis, it is your turn. Okay. 
Uh, my plans have changed. I thought I'd have to put this out, so I'm going to dash towards uh, the office. Uh, would I have seen that guy or heard that guy doing weird stuff over here? Uh, mm, I'm trying to think. Did I forget to set that sabotage properly? Oh no, yes, you yes, you would have. Okay, then, uh, yeah, I'll, um, In fact, I think use my turn to do that. Thinking of how this worked, I think you would technically start smelling smoke as you get here. Um, yeah. I knew, I forgot something. I messed this up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yep, yeah, that's me, that's everything, um, I can already do there. That's your entire movement? Oh, yeah, this is a big map. Yeah, right. I... The start of the turn, or initiative counts 20. Um, you hear, you smell various things burning. Oh wait, nope, that's one tick, tick mark, too many. Uh, at Anasha's turn, she will take the escape action, and also just continue running away. And so is removed from initiative. No! Malar, it's your turn. There's a big boy worm in this, in this whole mess. Turning my back to the now extinguished fire, it's gonna just try to kick it the thing's jaw, get a little bit away from him. Alright. Uh, you, the first um, kick does a lot, or does just impact with a satisfying crunch, and you think you knock off one of the little fangs uh, of this thing. Uh, roll damage for that one. Mm hmm. Alright. Yeah, nine. As a bonus action, he's gonna reach out and try to grab one of the remaining fangs and get a hold on its head. Alright, so this would be a grapple check. Yep. Alright, natural one. I don't think you have to do very much to beat that. Yeah, 25 will do it. Um, yeah. Alright. Would I be able to push my way past it with it grappled? Uh, or just push it in general. You can so when you have something grappled, you can technically move creatures. I think I think technically up to one size larger than you. Uh, I'll have to check the rules on this, but you can technically move at half speed with it. Essentially, it's like you're forcing it around, so you'd be able to assert dominance and move it if you'd like. I'd like to shove it out of this thing, like slam it oh, back. Oh yeah, so. Um, it would be the same, it would be a, um, so you haven't moved yet, correct? No. Okay. So yeah, you can move up to 15, or up to, what's your movement speed? 40? You can move up to 40. 20 feet with it, we'll say, yeah. And yeah. drag it along, basically. I'm just gonna try to push it out of this area, move it out into the room, so like 20 feet out into the room. Yeah, you'd have to move yourself also, but yes. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'll have to check if, uh, how far you can move with grapple with larger grappled creatures, but yeah. If at all. But okay. Is that your that's your turn? Action movement bonus action? Yep. Alright. Uh Nemia, it's your turn. What are you doing? I'm gonna move over and uh put this fire out. Alright. Uh you've only used one action to start putting that. Putting that out, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. So how how are you doing this? I guess I should ask. Um. Well, I have another um, bag of sand. I, I have actually five. Okay. So um, okay. I'll use the second sand bag of sand. Okay. Yep. Um. Then uh, I guess um, Ember can't also do it, correct? Ember's probably uh. Too much, yeah. Too much of an object interaction. Yep, no problem. Okay. Um. So then for him, I will uh use um. Flame seed. And I will flame seed. The worm. All right. Yeah. Fifteen will hit. And whew, do a decent chunk of damage. The worm is bloody. Just barely. Uh, anything else? That's it for me. Alright. Boza, you are prone, but yeah, you, you have... You see Malar fighting this giant wormy thing. You see flames licking the warehouse around you. What would you like to do? Malar, do you require assistance? As I get up, using half my movement, with my hand on this thing's back fang, uh, uh, I, I think I'm good right now. Alright, I'm going to... Uh, Alright, bonus action dash, so that's 60 feet of movement that I currently have. Yep, yep, 60 feet from your position. Uh, Alright, you go into this have... fire. Do I have enough to get to the fire Nemia's at, or no? Uh, that's you're just you're yeah. a bit short right. of that. Yeah. yeah, no, then I'll go to the fire that's closer. I'll like okay. grab this guy's cloak as I run up and start using it to try and put out the fire as I like stomp on it and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah, you start stomping on this thing. You think you reduce the effectiveness of the flames a bit? Yes. All right. Uh, various cultists. I think all the cultists are down or escaped. So we'll skip their turns. Uh, water weird. I, unless any of you plan on releasing it, yeah, it's fine. Uh, the purple worm, the purple wormling, will bite out or will continue to bite out at you, Malar. Uh, getting a 12 on the bites and uh, 24 on the tail sting. So give me a Constitution saving throw. As it does, I'll keep rolling low on that. Uh, oh no. That's not good. Four points of piercing damage reduced to two by a rage, and you feel poison begin to enter your system as, you know, as I roll underwhelmingly. Uh, you take nine points of poison damage. Is that all? Yeah, that's all. That's a purple wormling, not a purple worm. Alright. As the magic lashes out back at him, giving him four damage. Yep, yep, yep. Alright, cool. Artemis, you can smell smoke coming from this room. What would you like to do? Uh, hopefully barreling through this door, is it, if it's unlocked. Yeah, it's unlocked. It's unlocked enough, yeah. To be able to see a sabotage here. Alright. Uh, then yeah, I know I'll continue to um, uh, use the sand that Mia gave me and um, try and stamp it out with my um, my nice hat, but you know priorities. Yeah. 
Uh, you begin to reduce the flames, but you know it continues. Bur it continues burning just a bit. That initiative counts twenty. Uh, three more sabotages affect the building. One, two, three. Okay. Uh, Malor, it is your turn. So Malor will continue to drag this worm across the room towards the center of the star, while uh, kind of headbutting it twice. Trying to do the best you can. Okay. Oh no, I need to drag the worm. Uh, perhaps you're a little overwhelmed by the, all the various dragging that you're doing. Uh, nah, nothing happened. doesn't work. I'm gonna try the bardic inspiration on the first one. I'll make me into 16. 16 will hit. Yeah. Roll damage. Uh, doing 8 damage. Alright. Yeah, it's looking a little well past bloodied. Alright. Anything else? Nope. Alright. Nemia, uh, anything you would like to try? Uh, yeah, so I'm going to put out this fire with some sand. Alright. Rest of the bag sabotage. and stop it out. That sabotage um, is extinguished. And then th this guy, he's still up, right? Uh, no, he's knocked out. Okay, he's cool. Knocked out while he was trying to run. Okay, cool. Um. So then I will. Um. So Ember, uh, I'm gonna use Ember's movement to move me over, and then his teleportation to move the both of us here. Okay. Right. And then can I still move after? Or? Uh, no, because you would have no, okay, to cool. use. Uh, Cool. Uh, Ember's no. uh, Ember's turn comes after yours, essentially. Yep. No problem. All right. Hosa, there's a flames licking the shelves beneath you. Yep, I'm gonna stuff. Use my action to continue trying to put it out. Okay. Cool. You do manage to extinguish this. And then I turn my attention towards over here. All right. Alright, yeah, that's your action. If you'd like to use yep. your movement and bonus action at all. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, I think I'll just move 40 feet and that'll be my turn. Okay. Cool. I... Yeah. The purple wormling will, will bite out at you and uh, attempt to sting you, uh, Malar. However, you have it pretty firmly grappled and it's unfortunately not very effective at doing this. I only get a 12 and a 13 to hit. 13? No, sorry, that's an 11. I can't do math. Artemis, it is your turn. If it's nice, do it twice. I'm sure I've, uh, I'll get a stern talking to about uh, using my hat to put out a fire. But, um, you know, right. it's important. So that's what I'll do. Alright, so, yeah. Yeah, some of the uh, flames do begin to lick the uh, extravagant feathers in your cap. So that is this is hard. This whole affair is hardly a feather in your cap. But uh, as you do this, uh, you do manage to put out that sabotage. At the top of the rounds, at initiative counts twenty, there are in fact no active sabotages, so no further harm will come to the inventory of the warehouse. Ugh. It's just you and a very angry purple wormling. Malar, it's your turn. Maller will 
bring his boot down on this wormling's neck, uh, trying to make it stop squirming, and he's gonna recklessly attack, because I remembered I can do that. Uh, so the second one is unfortunate. First, uh, first one, however, just hits. Could you please describe how you kill this wormling? As I hold its spike in the one hand, I press it against the ground and stomp on its neck, uh, trying to snap the bones in there until its mouth stops moving. I mean, it's hard to say. You know, it's, it's, it's a worm, it's all neck, basically, but you, you think you hit something vital, so you stomp and stomp, you know. It, it definitely, eventually, dies down gradually. You guys are left in the warehouse. Many dead cultists, one perhaps a prisoner. I think it will take days to try to go through all of the information they have here. Ah, uh, looks like it. And I go over and use my rope to tie this guy up. Yeah. I will say, you guys are like doing a cursory investigation of the warehouse, correct? Definitely, I just want to make sure that he is restrained first. Okay, yep, yep. We um, need to inform the wing marshal immediately of that woman's description. I'd like uh, to start uh, clearing the cauldron out of the pentagram. Yeah. Uh, the cauldron is spilled on the floor, but, you know, it is easy enough to bring it away from this uh, evil-looking laboratory. I uh, hand... Uh, here, Foza, take this. Um, and I hand Foza the um, the uh, sending stone to uh, Wingmarshal Illyria and say, here, contact her while I... Uh, Yes. Tie him up. Okay. Uh, I will contact Wing Marshal Olaria and tell her everything that went down here and give I, her a... You, you get 25 words, so, like... Oh, damn. Right, I forgot. Sending. Uh, I'll... Mm, okay, how do... Okay. Here. And then uh, I, uh, I actually, never mind, and I switch the stone and the rope, <laughs> and I uh, hand you the rope, uh, and I'll go kind of, yeah, over to the corner and say, um, found cultists, hide out, alchemists, got away in light port. By where are we again? Uh, you're by Old Town. So. I yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Old Town. And you're in the warehouses of I think Resh Incorporated. Cool, 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 cool. Yes. Uh. So yes, the near yeah Resh Incorporated, and so I think that's around like eighteen twenty. Uh yeah, about there. Um. Anything else with the remaining um, six words? Uh, we're, we're, we're safe. Contact soon. Okay. Okay. You get a reply back from Alaria very quickly. She says, dispatching guards, investigate as much as you need. Uh, 
send report, send detailed report if possible, uh, when convenience. Good work, though. Thank you. Um, and as the one use of the sending stone for the day flares back and you see it go dormant, um, searching around the warehouse, you see a few different things. You see, um, many things were, um, very bad, or were very badly damaged, and you get a feeling that you didn't find everything here. But going around, you find, and I will leave this exact list, but, um, uh, scales of black dragons, uh, ghoul and ghast skin, what appears to be materials that are made of clockwork. Quite a curious thing. Uh, you find planar essence, mined in Druze gates. And in one corner, very badly singed and almost entirely burned away, you find um, what appears to be outfits for the ascendancy. Of some, uh, just the burgundy and gold trim of the ascendancy itself. Um, yeah. But as you guys feel some sense of uh, doing this, um, the, um, the Fuzz eventually would get there, and they would offer to take your prisoner away to the Moth Keep for further interrogation later if you'd want to. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but as evening begins to fall on this uh, day, I will say, you guys, if there's not anything in particular else you'd like to do here, um, you guys would find, make your way back to the various corners of Turval from whence you came. And as you guys begin to take a well-deserved rest after a, after a hard fight, you guys advance to level 6. Oh! Ah! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Fancy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And as this mystery continues to push on, and also the Time continues to tick on with the people, the strange pinnings, the strange machinations of all people, the strange machinations of these uh, children of the Shattered Lord, perhaps of Duchess Vilia, perhaps of Dam Keldan de Burka. Who knows what's going on, but that's where we're going to leave it, I think, and there's more mystery to unravel.